testing. One, two. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Two, three. Howard 100. Taylor Swift fans are very excited about her dating Kelsey, uh, whatever his name, Travis Kelsey. Is that his name from Kansas City? Yeah, Kelsey is the last name. Travis Kelsey. Anyway, um, they're excited about it because uh, Travis Kelsey is a real man. As uh, instead of the broken weirdos, uh, that you know, you know, artist that she was dating. You're, um, you say that, and that's exactly what I thought this morning. I didn't think you know people would be happy or whatever. I just thought this is like a real man. Yeah, they're very, that's what I'm telling you. You're like a, a, a fan. You're like, yes, we want Taylor to receive it from a real man. Uh, uh, you know, I was saying, next that's she's got a date. Uh, uh, a dude who has done at least three tours in Afghanistan. I met a guy uh-huh. on uh, Friday who did three tours in Afghanistan. This guy was a real man. I mean, he even looked super He's masculine. He's even more of a man than, than yeah. Travis Kelsey. He was handling me like I was a woman. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm 6'5", uh, 200 pounds. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, they're very excited about it. And the sports announcers were very excited because I, I'm sure you're aware that at the Kansas City Chiefs game, uh, Taylor Swift was there with Travis Kelsey's mother. Yeah, and uh, and they they sat and watched the game together. And the announcers, I think the announcers all have lists of Taylor Swift songs in front of because they're like, "Yes, um, Travis Kelsey waiting for a pass from a home so he can shake it up for a Taylor Swift." You know, like uh, um, they're p- putting all of her songs in their little talk ups. Yeah, I don't know if can you know. Right now, uh, Kansas City is ahead, and uh, you know, look, the haters are gonna hate, hate, hate Mahomes. <laughs> what you know, right, Richard? It was a big moment uh, during yeah. the uh, yeah well, Chiefs game. They keep yeah, they must have a list of her songs in front of it because they're they're older guys that you know probably aren't into. They're Taylor not Swift. listening to Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. yeah, and now's their big chance to be funny and say these song titles. But Taylor Swift is bigger than the NFL. She showed up to a game and the NFL lost their mind. They were going absolutely apeshit. Well, uh, that's how big she is. I mean, I was sitting there saying, you know, I think that uh, Travis Kelsey is showing uh, these these the rest of the NFL players. Take off your helmets. Show yourself. You could be dating Taylor Swift and we're women of that ilk. Most of you are losers in the NFL because you're not <laughs> dating, but uh, Travis Kelsey is a winner. Uh, where's that tape of... Uh, Usually only Mahomes. the quarterback gets that kind of action. But Yeah, he's a tight end. That's pretty pretty <laughs> awesome for a tight end. Yeah, I mean, uh, they. yeah, Mahomes was probably like, I should be dating... Uh, however he talks, you know. I should be dating uh, uh, Taylor Swift. It's a little bit higher than that. <laughs> I don't mean to be uh, coarse, but I am. But like for guys, and I'll take you into the world of men. We're like, wow, Travis Kelsey's fucking 
Taylor Swift. I mean, what goes down there? I mean, you know, because before she would date these kind of twinky guys, I guess, wimpy you know, compared artists. wimpy yeah, <laughs> artists. No, they're not jocks. They don't have big, thick cocks. And uh, could kick all their asses. Yeah, you know, you're Together. picturing Kelsey yeah. like, you know, like, like, like just throwing her down on the bed and entering her, you know, no foreplay. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why, you know, you say as a, a football fan, why were football fans so fascinated by this? Because men are all drunk. They're all, you know, jacked up for the game. And then you see, you know, innocent Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's like a, you know, he's masculine and, uh, you mm -hmm. know, he's big and muscular and, uh, big thick haunches and he's fucking <laughs> poor little innocent taylor swift you're like yeah, jesus christ still alive she should have yeah, right like, that should have killed her <laughs> has big, anybody seen her today i don't yeah, know big big gaping hole between her legs you know from him pounding and you know there's a the, he punctured a hole into her anus went in, <laughs> it went all the way through the mattress <laughs> we're imagining the songs that are gonna come out too like it's like oh my god you know, I, he fucked me so hard. <laughs> I mean, it, there better not be a breakup because she's going to really be devastated. Because, you know, once Travis Kelsey's been inside of you, it's very hard to be replaced. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't know. She's she so never innocent. Lasts so long, though, with guys. Mm. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why. I don't know if it's her or him or them, but, uh, but, uh, uh, there's been an injury that we must report. Um, no, not one of the players. Taylor Swift shattered her pelvis, taking Travis Kelsey's huge member. And again, like I said, delay in the game. Delaying game. Taylor Swift's pelvis has been broken. Travis Kelsey using one of Taylor's friendship bracelets as a cock ring. It's they wild. Put Taylor, put Taylor on IR, injured reserve list. And look at this. Um, Kelsey has fucked Taylor Swift so hard she's broken in half. Literally. One of America's sweethearts. But it's unbelievable. I've, unbelievable. I've been next to him. He's a big dude. He made me look like a, a dwarf. How tall is he? Uh, probably six five, six six. Probably about wow. your your height. But and what's but what's a guy like that muscular. way? Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, muscle. It's dense. all muscle. Yeah, probably two twenty, two thirty pounds of pure muscle. I would imagine. Uh, I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, I believe Taylor Swift's vagina should be fitted for a helmet because I'm afraid of a <laughs> vaginal concussion should she be pounced upon by Travis Kelsey. Uh, Travis Kelsey is six foot five and Taylor is five foot eleven, but his girth on just his the circumference of his penis, very few women can really Folgers handle it. Can. Folgers yeah. can, so. uh, it's been it's it's been as big how 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 what is the diameter on a Folgers can? About, About five twelve inches. inches. <laughs> no, they're big. No, Robin. the diameter is oh much. I'm just talking about. I'm talking about the diameter. You're talking about the circumference. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, I'm not a songwriter, but I think it's fair to say that uh, Taylor Swift is never ever getting her hymen back together. <laughs> I am never ever ever getting my hymen back. Kelsey, meanwhile, is icing his balls after a long day of fucking. Uh, 
<laughs> and now we're in a new era. You know, uh, Taylor Swift's on the Eras Tour, and uh, we're in the era of Taylor receiving a hard pounding. In fact, the hardest pounding she's ever received. This and uh, just think of the mom getting, you know, uh, he's bringing home Taylor Swift. Who was That's he bringing right. home before? We understand Mahomes will never throw another pass to Travis Kelsey. He's so filled with anger and jealousy. <laughs> Taylor Swift uh, stands at five foot eleven, one hundred ten pounds, and Travis Kelsey uh, obviously overpowering her. We are afraid of anal at this point. We know Travis Kelsey loves it. <laughs> I'll tell you, this could be career-ending uh, injuries for Taylor's labia. You know the labia is a very soft tissue. That's right, Dick. Taylor's labia is in for a real pounding. I'm afraid those labias are going to look like roast beef. That's absolutely right. <laughs> She's got back. cauliflower labia. <laughs> Taylor, is, Taylor is leaving the stadium in a wheelchair. We can only imagine what happened in the locker room. Um, Travis Kelsey's mother is... Assisting Taylor with the now famous wheelchair. <laughs> By the way, we just realized that Kelsey's cock is uh, at least 100 pounds, 110 pounds, weighing oh in with goodness. a big, thick snake. <laughs> they're carrying away, uh, uh, they're carrying away uh, Taylor Swift's clitoris on a stretcher. Uh, it, need, it needs, it's taken a very bad beating. Pounding. By the way, Robin, I know you're concerned, but Taylor's on a stretcher, but she's giving a big thumbs up as she's being carted out of here. Out of, uh, what if he bangs the, the music out of her? That would be terrible. We're afraid that Taylor Swift could have the music banged out of her. Swifties are very, very worried. I don't know. I haven't written a song since this guy stuck himself in me. What a story. I mean, what an exclusive. Taylor Swift and Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Big news. Big news. Well, they even showed them walking <laughs> out of the... I mean, like, they had cameras on them from the time she got there uh, and the time he, he left, you know, after he, you know, showered and changed clothes. They caught them walking out together on camera, and they were like, oh, they're not holding hands. What's that There's all trouble, about? Trouble in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron Andrews asked Mahomes about Taylor Swift. Here you go. Oh, I yeah? was like, I never realized how funny Mahomes is when he talks. But here oh, we yeah, go. Yeah, he's got a weird voice. Three touchdowns for you today. Listen, you're a guy that can deal with some pressure. Forget the pressure from Kansas City Chiefs fans. Do you realize how much pressure there was on you today from the Swifties to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the house today? Yeah, I heard that. I heard she was in the house. Uh, Did you feel it? Did you feel the pressure, Patrick? I felt a little bit of pressure, um, and so I knew I had to get it to Travis. And of course, it's on a route that Travis he, he he does his own thing and just makes up a route and I throw it to him. So uh, I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as uh, all the Swifties wanted him to. Appreciate you. Thanks for having fun with that. <laughs> I got to tell you, like uh, this a cartoon character. Like finally, the finally, there's a reason to watch football. As you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to desperately try to throw to Travis Kelsey so he can impress his girlfriend. A real reason to watch football, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get back to the field. I'm keeping an eye on that box where. Uh, 
Travis Kelsey's mother and Taylor Swift are uh, sitting there uh, side by side. And if anything goes on, I, of course, will report it immediately. You know, I, I know many of you are wondering, what's it like for these two? It's like King Kong fucking a little person from The Wizard of Oz. That's what it would be like to be in bed with Travis Kelsey. By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is unusual, but doing our color commentary today, we have an actual gynecologist with us, Dr. Bombay, to talk to us about the state of Taylor Swift's vaginal opening and possible anal rupture. Uh, Dr. Bombay will be with us at halftime to give you an exclusive. By the way, the athletic trainers now are dragging Taylor Swift onto the field for an overextended service. Because she's received her own pounding and injuries. Did you uh, watch the game or did you find out about this after? I mean, found out about you it. would watch a game with Taylor Swift in the box, right? I found out about it on what, up way too early with Jonathan Lemire on MSNBC this morning that Taylor <laughs> Swift was there at the game. <laughs> By the way, t- uh, during halftime, Travis will take... Taylor Swift to the locker room where he will enter. Wait a second. We have live exclusive coverage. His cock is at the 10. It's at the 20. It's at the 30. It's all the way up her pussy. (laughs) Taylor is stretching and looping up for the interview post-game pounding. By the way, many of you don't know this, but I learned from uh, Travis Kelsey's mother that Taylor Swift sat on a chair made of ice the entire game. (laughs) Oh my God, look. It's a pass from Mahomes. There goes Travis Kelsey. At the 20, at the 30, at the 40, at the 50, at the... Oh, my God, he's made a a touchdown. The crowd is on their feet, and Taylor is on all fours. (sighs) (laughs) Dr. Bombay, tell us. Taylor looks like she sat on a landmine. Yes. Team doctor now massaging Taylor's vulva. Taking quite a pounding. Taylor, your pussy's taking a beating out there. How will you approach your next fuck session? (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine uh, finally Taylor Swift's getting it from a real man. Travis Kelsey. I thought Mahomes was making a little uh, sexual reference when he said I had to, you know, get him in the end zone. Uh, the Fox announcers were, uh, here's a montage of all the times they were just mentioned. This is not even all the times. These are some of the times they were mentioning Taylor Swift. But it's not just about Mahomes and his family. It's about Kelsey. TMZ is sitting on the sideline waiting because Taylor Swift is in the box. All these things going on with them, all these storylines. Obviously, Travis Kelsey on the forefront today with Taylor Swift in attendance. Well, looks like Taylor Swift picked a good day to come here to Arrowhead. Man, they got Taylor Swift here. Their offense has found their rhythm. Kelsey's catching balls. I mean, who's living better right now than the Chiefs? What a day with Taylor Swift in attendance here in Kansas City. I mean, it is pretty cool. You have to think they're all across America. It's, it's kind of like the it's kind of the connection, the romance that we all need. It feels like a, it's right for America. You're just as excited. Don't, I'm very excited. Don't my, play it all. My off. claim to fame before becoming your partner at a Fox broadcast booth was that after attending a Taylor Swift concert years ago um, on her 1989 tour, my favorite album, by the way, she liked one of my tweets. I posted a tweet. She liked it. 
It's, there's a whole lot going on here. We got Ken Griffey Jr. as a photographer. We got Taylor Swift watching Travis Kelsey. By the way, she obviously has to come to every Chiefs home game. I mean, they're going to start a petition in Kansas City. Absolutely. Uh, Kelsey catching balls, Taylor catching balls, everybody's catching balls today, <laughs> even your announcer, yours truly. Kelsey's I a tight you. end, Taylor's a tight end. <laughs> Tom Brady recently, recently releasing a statement, ladies and gentlemen, quote, I should never have retired, fuck my life, because uh, <laughs> he's upset he's not banging Taylor Swift. Mahomes is upset, and this could really be devastating to the Kansas City Chiefs. So let's get back to the game. I'll tell you, got me thinking I should bang Taylor Swift. Seems like I'm stuck in this booth and I, my career hasn't progressed. It would be great publicity to bang Taylor Swift. The guy in the booth got a like. That was as close as he got. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. Jesus Christ has returned to earth. But who gives a shit? Taylor Swift is here at the Kansas City Chiefs game and we're excited. Everyone right now is jerking off as I speak, including my color commentary. Isn't that right? Anyway. That's right. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, very excited. Were you excited, Richard? You were obviously watching the game. Well, I mean. Hey, listen, everybody's talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, so I'm happy. And, and Right. And uh, Travis is—he's an awesome dude, so I'm happy for him. You're happy. How for do him. you yeah. know what he's an awesome dude? I hung out with him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. hung out there. Wow, uh, Robin. Kansas City. Robin, stop <laughs> it. I hopped out a little bit. Did Robin. you hang out with him? <laughs> no. What a great you listen. If I was a young man, I would do everything in my power to date Taylor Swift. Everything. If I was a young disc jockey starting out. I would I would do a full court press. You know, well, this I'm Howard, a tall. This all, sorry. No, I'm waiting on you. This all you always do that. I hate when you're on the air. You always go. I'll start. Let's say we start talking over each other. You go. Sorry. And then you shut up. <laughs> well, I don't want to interrupt you. You already did. <laughs> I was going to say it all started with Travis. He brought a, a friendship bracelet to her show in kansas city and wanted to meet her and i'm guessing that word got back to her about that so oh uh, well i was wondering how what the origin story is you know these announcers you'd think you know they'd say something interesting you know the game was a blowout <clears throat> so you think they'd say you know i understand that travis kelsey met taylor swift but he brought a friendship bracelet to the game to the concert you know, something, give me some backstory. Not, they do no research. They only research the game. They got to research the relationship. Well, you have to wonder how soon did they find out she would be there? Right. Well, there were rumors you know, that I, she was going to be at the game last Sunday, but I don't think she was. So uh -huh. I think people have been waiting for her right. to show up. Right. They eventually up. knew she was going to show up. So Howard's probably right. They should have done some research. Right. Mm. Travis just handed Taylor Swift the game-winning football. And, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I have it wrong. That is his penis, not a football. <laughs> and it has two Super Bowl rings on it. <laughs> it's the most invested I've ever been in a football game, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm a professional commentator. They should have just yeah. turned the cameras on her to watch her reaction to everything. I think they, they kind of did. did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, everything was like, what's she doing? And then 
of course, Travis Kelsey did score a touchdown, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, that was big. And they went right, went right to her. Like they and she was swooning. What did right what did she do? Like did she like go berserk? She was chest bumping with some guy, which I was thinking too. It's funny, like. Michelle, who works with us, is the biggest Taylor Swift fan I know, and she's like so excited now to talk to me about Travis Kelsey. We oh have my something God. coming. But <laughs> absolutely, like, I was like, "Oh, Michelle must know who that guy that Taylor Swift is chest bumping with. Who that guy is? Because uh, she had some looked like she had maybe a crew of her." people with her some lucky gentleman is now uh chest bumping with taylor swift who has a c-cup uh bra and uh that's a lot of titty to be bouncing into man's chest without him getting an erection but good for him whoever that young gentleman is uh travis of course scoring a touchdown taylor coming down to the field has dumped a gatorade jug of her squirt over his head claiming her man uh, I'm getting word now, uh, back in the locker room, some people are reporting that Kelsey's Super Bowl rings smell fishy this morning <laughs> from a very active night. <laughs> very exciting to have Taylor Swift's pussy juice on those rings. Crowd going nuts. <laughs> Erupting here in Kansas City. As the Chiefs score and Travis scores. Travis Kelsey is going to Disney World after the game, which is, of course, code name for Taylor Swift's private parts. <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is excitement. This is NFL football. This is what we live for. Now, what are the other teams going to do? They got find somebody to date somebody there they go the band is now breaking into a taylor swift song as travis kelsey <laughs> parades around with a football <laughs> good fun fred <laughs> by the way taylor will be performing at halftime oral not singing of course she's <laughs> off tour Living on a shake, shake, shake. The crowd is throwing condoms and lube on the field. They're very excited for the copulation that's going to take place between these two young stars. Can you imagine? By the way, uh, our tuba player is jerking off to the Taylor Swift song, just seeing her up there in the stand. It's very exciting. I mean, the excitement was through the roof. <laughs> so Michelle's telling me that uh, I guess you could read Taylor Swift's uh, lips. But she said, let's fucking go after, I guess, after Travis Kelsey made his oh, touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. You know what let's go means? Let's go. <laughs> Everything means. <laughs> Everything means let's go. Yeah, uh, uh, playing shake, shake, shake. By the way, listening to this beautiful music, I, I'm reminded that uh, Kelsey's cock is the shape of a trombone. <laughs> well, there you go. 
I love how there's no other show in the world that's reporting this news like you are, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's, wow. he's at the after show. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I saw it, Doing I went like, that's, play by play. that's what every guy is thinking. Like, wow, yeah. Travis Kelsey's fucking Taylor Swift. Like, if she showed up in a game, that means they've consummated. They fucked. If like, they're a couple. You know, she's sitting next to his mother. Yeah. Like, she knows her. Yeah. You know, like, he's thing. already introduced yeah. her to the family. Yeah. They're yeah, yeah, they're fucking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's had her naked on the bed. You know, that's where my mind goes. And, you know, it's just a big deal. Travis Kelsey, I mean, yeah, he's a big deal football player, but he's probably like, holy shit. I'm fucked. Like, he's, oh man, I'm in the middle of fucking Taylor Swift. I'm like pounding Taylor Swift with my cock. Wait a minute. Who's in my bed? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. I told you, I, you know. In my meager sexual history, I've been with some famous people, and I'm always like, wow. And these are people who, you know, almost were in a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Taylor Swift. I'm like, wait a second. I, I'm a loser, and I'm banging Taylor Swift? This is insane. I'm not even the quarterback. The quarterback is yeah. the girl. Yeah. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's like, yeah. I'm just a douchebag receiver. Oh, yeah. Tied in. Fucking tied in. Yeah. yeah. Mahomes is like, is Mahomes in a relationship or is he married? Oh, yeah. He's married. Yeah, he's oh, married oh. with kids. Yeah. Poor Mahomes. He's probably like, fuck. <laughs> They've been together. I didn't know I was going to so, be this good. <laughs> they're high school sweethearts, him and his, uh, Mahomes and his wife. Yeah. Do you think yeah, Travis you know, Kelsey. What Travis Kelsey is saying to that? So what? <laughs> do you think Travis Kelsey is probably saying to himself, like, you know, I hope I don't get soft because, like, he's probably saying, if this girl falls in love with me, she's got billions. She's a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I've got money, he's saying to himself, but not billions. And, I can't uh, split the, the the rent with her. Yeah, right. Like, like <laughs> if I marry her, I don't even have to play football anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That could well, unmotivate him. He's getting up there in age a little bit for a football player, so. But he's and not only durable. that, he's he's, he's so probably durable. Like, I can't get a concussion because Taylor Swift will dump me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you I know, start seeing double. <laughs> if he's like, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, you're out. What is it, Jay? Do you have a report on this? So I saw a TikTok uh, last night. This girl got a call from a friend, and the friend said that uh, Taylor Swift allegedly. Uh, went to a restaurant, offered to pay for everyone's meal at the restaurant, but they had to leave so her and I guess Travis could eat. <laughs> eat Whoa! Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> That's a girl in love. <laughs> it's funny the stuff they'll report on. They reported that like Taylor Swift picked up after herself at the end of the game in the suite <laughs> like that she was throwing away beer cups and, and they were like, wow, tracking she's... everything every everything little thing yeah. yeah 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 like, she's the greatest person she picked up after herself <laughs> what's a uh what's a prouder moment for a mother your son winning the super bowl or fucking taylor swift you know how if only i was a football player you know how <laughs> You're with Taylor Swift? Mom, I just won the Super Bowl. I said, are you with her? She's wonderful. Taylor <laughs> Swift is your girlfriend. Let me tell you, she is wonderful. And Don't I screw know. this up. <laughs> Mom, Mom, I'm talking about my football career. I'm telling you, 
I can tell that Taylor Swift is lovely. And she is someone who does for other people. Mom, I just won a Super Bowl. And she cleaned up after herself. <laughs> I saw in the box. I was shocked. She cleaned up everything. Her hot dog wrapper and her soda cup. And that's wonderful because I am wonderful. And I do for others. And Taylor Swift does. Mom, I won the Super Bowl for fuck's sake. Listen, <laughs> that Taylor Swift is an angel. An angel. There you go. Well, you know you're going to be in the situation if it breaks up. It's all your fault. I never would have imagined you could be with a pretty girl like Taylor Swift. You're <laughs> such a mishkite. Mom, <laughs> the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Schmooper Bowl, believe you me. And I never liked the fact that you played football and all that macho carrying on. I don't like sports and the muscles. I don't like muscles. Your father never had a muscle. <laughs> and that's it. Mom, forget it. I guess I can't celebrate my Super Bowl win. How did you get her? Did you tell her you were dying? Is that it? <laughs> or did you tell her you were somebody else? <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Colin, uh, who is in Illinois. Hi, Colin. What's up, Howard? First time, long time. Um, I'm a Chicago Bears fan and uh, had my uh, heart ripped out and stomped on over and over again by Taylor Swift yesterday. You didn't like it. Well, I mean, I actually, it wasn't as bad as like if she wasn't there because I feel like, you know, at least it took a little bit away from the game. I mean, I'm, uh, the Bears were supposed to be something this year. I mean, they weren't supposed to be like the Chiefs, but they were supposed In to be. In other words, when you're a Bears fan, they're playing the Chiefs and then like they're losing so bad, it like hurts even more as one of the guys is with uh, a celebrity like Taylor Swift. It, it's just rubbing salt in the wound, in other words. Yeah, it's like Taylor's, it's basically Taylor's telling me like, yep, yeah, fuck you, Colin. You suck. Right. <laughs> right, right. In other words, oh, you're a Bears fan? Fuck you. I'm fucking a guy on the Chiefs. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're so, right. I feel, I'm with you. I think Taylor Swift should be fucking one of the guys on the Bears. Yeah. On the Justin Bears. Field. <laughs> Justin, yeah. Fields. Justin Fields. He needs Justin Fields. I mean, the Bears, the coaching staff has just destroyed him. Like this week, there was reports this week that the Bears, like, there were raids going on. I guess it was all not true, but apparently there was raids going on. And then on Sunday, it came out that no one of the coaches got fired because HR was involved. It's just a fucking shit show. And uh, just I think Fields, it would lift the, the 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 spirits of every Bears fan if Taylor Swift could at least promise us that she'd consider dating one of the guys on the Bears if something goes wrong with Travis Kelsey. That would give us some exactly. hope. Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right, Colin. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, Taylor Swift next up. Somebody on the Bears. Yeah, Justin <laughs> Fields is up next. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Meanwhile, nice, that's she's a, she's an Eagles fan though. Taylor Swift. Yeah, well, she how is an dare Eagles she fan. Be cheering for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, listen. Now she's dating a guy. Yeah, she's she's doing the thing. Now here's the thing. Now here's the thing. Uh, the Jets play Kansas City next week, and people are saying, well, will Taylor Swift show up at the Jets game? Here's my prediction. She will not. 
She's got her, her tour is going to Argentina soon. I believe to show up to every game is almost like you're the wife. She's not the wife yet. Uh, that's like a Giselle move. I think uh, she's got to skip a few games and then go to like maybe a, a playoff game next. So I don't think we're going to be seeing her. Uh, Amy, go ahead in Massachusetts. That's my prediction. I'm not a sports fan, How but I know women. Way is the where did you say she's going? Argentina? She'll probably go to a playoff. Oh, she's going to Argentina on the, you know, I'm a big Swifty. She's going to Argentina. <laughs> I want to say in October, I believe early October. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe so. So she's got to uh, be rehearsing and stuff. So she, no, yeah, no, it's, it's November 9th, November 9th. Oh, she's got a little yeah. time, Howard. She could go to another game. I'm a Jets fan. Well, I'm more of a Giants fan than I am a Jets fan, but I am a Jets fan. I want, I'm going to put out a, a the, the Jets need a morale booster. And I'm going to say this. Travis Kelsey has Taylor Swift. He's got that locked up. I'm going to make an appeal now. Uh, oh, Selena Gomez, can you fuck one of the Jets? Uh, please. <laughs> and show up at the game. Uh, it might try, it might be the, 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 the little, how about Zach Wilson and Selena Gomez? What do you think? We, Zach Wilson is, uh, you know, he, he had to come in for Aaron Rodgers. It's a disaster. If he was fucking Selena Gomez, I think that would give him the the, the, the extra juice that he needs to win against Kansas City. No, not he Selena makes Gomez. Some bad decisions. <laughs> he might not choose Selena Gomez. <laughs> well, maybe he not might Selena get it Go- wrong. <laughs> what about Olivia Rodrigo? Then I need somebody okay. a prominent. Right. Yeah, but yeah. but somebody help him with that decision. He doesn't know how to make those decisions. <laughs> the coach needs well, to tell him. <laughs> Maybe uh Brees Hall and Demi Lovato. I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, some, some, you know, they, they, you know, how about, how about, uh, Sauce Gardner and Dua Lipa as a couple? Uh, it would be <laughs> Garrett Wilson and Ariana Grande. I mean, we need more girls fucking NFL guys. <laughs> it's exciting. I tell you, bring I think a I new t- crowd to the game. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I, I was in a secret meeting with Bob Kraft. He said, yeah, the Patriots need need somebody to fuck one of their players. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones and, um, oh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, well, Jack, Zach, who knows? One of these girls has to fuck. In fact, if every team had a famous girl fucking them, you know, oh, it, would be, it would be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Amy, go ahead in Massachusetts. Good morning. First time, long time. This woman is calculated. She is smart. She is an Eagles fan. She's going to ghost him just prior to the Super Bowl, put him off his game. Eagles win. <laughs> That's a big rumor, it's actually. It's a plan. Howard. It's a yeah. plan. I've going to suck him dry and say that. Yeah, you didn't That's get a plan. those billions for not being a smart woman. <laughs> well, who knows? We'll see. But I like the idea. I tell you, the game was so exciting with Taylor Swift sitting there that everyone was all charged up and... Uh, by the way, I, I don't know a lot about football again, but the Dolphins won 70 to 20 yesterday, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. Big day and it for was fantasy just, football. Yeah, but it was just under some record and they decided not to go for it because you don't, that's bad. It's humiliating. Karma. It's humiliating. Yeah. yeah I think it's well, only the fourth the time. Team. Only yeah. the fourth time somebody scored that many points is what I heard. Who's their quarterback? The Dolphins. Tua. Tunga Viola. I heard Tula Tunga Viola is fucking Emily Ratajkowski. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard Tula is fucking Emily Ratajkowski. 
Is it Maybe Tua or Tua? Tua, Tua, T-U-A. It's a Tua. tongue twister, uh, that one. Yeah, I'm Tua joking. Tongue of Iowa. I'm joking. I don't believe they're a couple. All right. Uh, but Alex Earl is rumored to be dating Braxton Berrios of the Dolphins, right? Is that how you say his name? Berrios? Berrios? Mm-hmm. Braxton Berrios? All right. Yep. Anyway, enough of that. I'd, so I'd rather talk about. So the NFL is getting into the celebrity dating thing. Yes, yes, Robin. It's you it, know it's those t- women only used to date either other rock stars or actors, and now the NFL is getting into it. Well, it's boosting up the NFL when there's money involved. <laughs> this is a, this is very exciting. Uh, the game was very exciting. Um, yeah. Mike from New Jersey. Go ahead, Mike. If, uh, hey now, if Silverback Abuie is not on the phone with the Swift camp right now trying to get this girl in the studio. Many times we've approached Taylor Swift. Gary's well, on. Well, now, now because Swifties are concerned that she won't be able to hold a microphone <laughs> after jerking off that eel <laughs> that is in Kelsey's pants. So this Argentina fucking trip is in jeopardy. You gotta ask the big fucking <clears throat> questions. We're on it. Consider my man on it. What if Tua banged Dua Lipa? It would be Tua and Dua. And Dua. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dua is here to see Tua. And it's exciting. <laughs> that would be a fun game to watch, too. Yeah. Everyone is a buzz, I must say. Sitting here, I have to say the electricity can be felt throughout the stadium. Tua and Dua will screw up. And we're all excited. <laughs> Let's get back to our game and get back to play action. And we'll make sure we have a ISO cam, as we say in the business, on Dua and Tua. Nice. Now, that's well, not Jake, actually happening, so calm no. down. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my God, here comes Travis Kelsey. It's an interception. Now he's banging Dua Lipa. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. So I got to tell you about my fucking crazy weekend. I'm trying to, you know, I'll go back to, uh, mm, let's see, uh, Wednesday after uh, the Paul Simon interview. I was in the city for uh, the Paul Simon uh, interview. I, I sat there with Paul. Uh, hopefully uh, many of you heard it and it was very exciting loved it and then for about a half hour i don't know maybe 20 minutes half hour i don't know we uh paul and i sat on the couch and we talked we were having such a good time i don't think either one of us wanted the morning to end that's amazing because they were rushing us off the air because paul supposedly had another engagement well he did he actually had something to do but um you know, we were just having such a good time that, uh, you know, that uh, I don't know what happened, but we were there. We were doing our well, thing. I'm just, I mean, we could have been on the air. That's all yeah. I'm saying. But, you know, you know, people said to me, how did you feel after Paul Simon? I felt elated because I'm always happy when someone of Paul Simon's stature has a good time. And he told me he had a good time. And uh, that's what we were talking about afterwards. And, uh he was telling me a great story afterwards that uh, was just so funny. I don't think he'd mind me telling it, but who knows? Well, maybe I'll save it if we ever get him in the studio yeah, again. But yeah, anyway, I thoroughly tell it when he's here. 
Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Paul. It was wonderful. Seems like- it was, oh, just to sit with him and have him, you know, pick up that guitar and say, let me show you. Let me tell yeah, that you. Was what, fun, let uh, me show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. There he is. Finger picking. And what's going on is with with fing- with this kind of picking is the thumb is always moving like this. And then the other fingers go So if you take that and you go into Sun Records, you get that. Train ride, 16 coaches long. So there's that, but there's wow. also mm, the poor boy. The story seldom told He squanders his resistance For a pocket full of mumbles Such a promises So that's how when I first learned How to use finger picking I tell you Well, you know I About nine years ago I said to myself I either want to learn to paint Or I want to learn to play the guitar I'm so glad I chose painting Because when I was watching him finger picking I said I don't think I could ever ever get that right I mean the amount of dexterity And the amount of practice To be able to do that He's such an underrated guitar player Because You know like he said I don't shred But that finger picking is really Fucking involved You know what it reminded me of I always heard Violin and harp are the two hardest instruments to learn. The harp. When I see harp players picking at these strings, I go, man. But, you know, it takes a lot of coordination between your left and right hand. And then on top of that, he sings harmonies with the Garfunkel. I mean, what the hell? The guy's in a tremendous talent. And to sit in a room with a guy with that kind of talent is once in a lifetime. So uh, many of you wrote in. Fantastic interview. Flowed perfectly. Uh, you've got to let a master Jedi like Paul Simon just go. Thank you for letting us be part of the conversation. Paul Simon was totally raw and honest. Everything about his relationship with art was so compelling. Uh, best interview of the year so far. Thank you, Howard. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, on and on and on. Um, uh, you know, listen, I'm not going to sit here and read all of these. Uh, this one moved me. I almost started crying when Paul started singing The Sound of Silence. Yeah, me too. my old friend come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping left its seeds while I was sleeping and the vision that was planted in my brain still In the sound of silence. Uh, nothing pleased me more that Paul wasn't a big fan of Elvis. 
Well, he was a big fan of Elvis, but he wasn't a fan of uh, the cover of Bridge Over Troubled Water. <laughs> so that wasn't like the that. Elvis he was a fan of. He was a fan yeah. of the early Elvis who rocked. Right. But um, I heard from a lot of Elvis fans over the weekend, friends of mine, personal friends, who said, what do you mean you don't get Elvis? I said, you know, I mean, I'm not being a wise guy. I just really started to love music when the Beatles came over. That was it for me. And I remember even seeing Elvis in 1968 on, I think it would aired on HBO when he did that special. I remember watching it. And, uh, you know, I just, I didn't get the guy, you know, he seemed schmaltzy to me or something. I, well, he was I, uh, by then, you know, yeah. they, he was bl the bloated over enunciating and singing everything in some kind of grandiose style Elvis by then. Well, if you remember in 68, he lost weight. He went in. It was like in a boxing yeah. ring, if I remember. I have to go back and watch it because it was, I was like a, I a was very a stripped down situation. Yeah. yeah, like no stage and no decorations, just the band and him sitting on a yeah. stool. But, but I remember just he still it, it, wasn't the guy who who rocked rock and roll. But I remember it just didn't move me that much. And yeah, you missed yeah. the the opportunity to hear him because even that song, I think that was an Elvis song that that he broke into when he said, "When you go into Sun Records, that was an Elvis the stagecoach or whatever it was train rolling with sixteen coaches long." Yeah, well, anyway, so going back to my weekend was kind of crazy. Um, I told you that I was, uh, you know, feeling weird about uh, Bill Maher. And the reason I was feeling weird, you know, when I, when we, we did the show, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Tuesday when I went off on the, that whole scenario where he had said something about, I don't know why Howard Stern uh, is always pro professing his love for his wife. I didn't know I was always doing that, but I, I do it. Uh, you know, from time to time, it's like, well, I love my wife. Always thought it was a reasonably non-controversial thing to say. But lately, <laughs> it seems like everything I say is somehow picked up in the news and very controversial yeah. or distorted. But he seemed to be really bothered by me uh, saying that because it would upset my uh, my uh, ex-wife. And he had a whole theory on it, which really had very little to do with me. And so I talked about how stupid the fucking comments were and. Anyway, uh, but I told you, uh, Bill is important to me. It took us years to repair our relationship. We had been, I, I felt I had been unfair to him, and it took years to get that relationship on track. And he did this show, and I did his show when I was out in Los Angeles, and we went through a lot. And I felt really good about Bill. I hear from him once in a while in email. But my feeling about Bill Maher is, what he does on HBO is really important. I think he speaks a lot of truth, a lot of make, makes a lot of sense. Uh, I like his show very much. And so uh, I was pleased that uh, I was, uh, you know, that the two of us were getting along well. And then when he made those comments, I said, well, normally I wouldn't, I, I don't, I don't even understand it. It's a, it's a disappointment to me. So I did go and write him an email, which basically said, oh, you hey. Did. No, I, I told you this uh, uh, when I originally said it. I said I did something oh. unusual for me. I wrote him an email and said, why don't you give me a call? I don't have your phone number. I would have called you. Oh, but yeah. why yeah. don't you talk to me you know, over the phone about this? Because it seems very peculiar. Something like that. I, I didn't even write that much. So uh, I don't know when it was, but Bill wrote me. And he said, oh, Howard, I 
didn't know you wrote, I never got your email that you wrote me, which was strange to me because I do have the right email address. But he said, uh, give me your number. I want to call you. Uh, you know, I want to speak to you. And we had a, uh, so I, I, I spoke to him over the weekend and, uh, I told him about my, uh, shock at this, this commentary. And he, he was apologetic. And so, you know, we talked for a while, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, you know, listen, we'll move on. We'll move on. So that was, uh, that I'm not going to go into the details of the conversation, but I was pretty blunt and, and he was, he, he, he seemed to, uh, get it and uh he was uh gracious and and so okay i said to him basically at the end of the conversation i think what you do on hbo is so important i was you know i'm really happy that we uh it was it was like the writers guild we re- we reached the tentative agreement so so everything uh on that front <laughs> that was interesting when do and we then- get to vote <laughs> You guys get to vote. The, the the fans get to vote on whether I should be uh, friends with Bill. But anyway, so we're back on um, on, on on good terms. Well, and speaking we talk. terms. I don't know how you yeah. can, you know. But again, it's those things of: Are you speaking what you really feel when you're, you know, on a substance, mm. or you know, are you speaking what you really feel when you're not? Yeah. Well. Anyway, telling you about my weekend, it gets weirder from there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, so, um, I don't know if you heard about this. It was so fucking bizarre to me. All of a sudden, um, friends started to write me on Saturday, I guess it was. I, again, my days might be wrong. Maybe it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Friends started to write me, hey, uh, I just, whatever happened to people having opinions in this country, and I support you, fuck the haters, blah, 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 I support you. And I was like, hmm, something weird must be going on. Yeah. Something strange is going on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? And then I heard from, like, another friend who wrote me an email and said, hey, man, I hope you're okay. I love you. And uh, uh, I really want you to go after Donald Trump. But then again, I don't want you to go after Donald Trump because that's what he wants and and I went, what the fuck is going on? So I was talking to my daughter, Emily, and she said, I said, people are writing me all this weird stuff. And in fact, I even called a friend and I was something going on. My friend goes, no, no, I'm just telling you, I support like he didn't want to be the one to break it to me that Donald Trump had tweeted about me or or X'd me um, or truth social me. Whatever he did, he made a con- late like Saturday night, like three in the morning. Trump was writing that I'm a broken weirdo and that um, I'm not loyal to him, which is bizarre. I mean, I don't work for you. Why would I be loyal to you? I mean, I don't even know what he's talking about. But anyway, he wrote about me that I'm a broken weirdo and I'm ugly and all this kind of stuff and that I'm irrelevant or whatever it is. And so uh, I was like, gee, what stirred this up? And then I put all the pieces together. So. A couple of days ago, I went on the air and said that I'm woke. Now, I tell you the truth. I don't know what woke means, but to me, I said on the air. And by the way, when I said this on the air, I never, ever thought anyone would care that I'm saying this. It shocks me how 
the dumbest shit that I talk about becomes somehow news. It's weird. But anyway, I said, well, I guess I'm woke because, like, I'm not mad at Bud Light for giving a, a transgender girl a a can of Bud Light. I Like, I don't see the problem with that. They want to reach out to everyone. They want everyone drinking their beer. Doesn't impact me. I don't feel like transgender is being shoved down my throat at all. I Honestly, I don't see any transgender people anywhere where I am. But I happen to say, I guess I'm woke because proudly I will say I love the vaccine. I was the first one online Friday for it at CVS. I got it. I feel grateful to this country for providing vaccine to me. I feel protected by my country. I love um, uh, I love gay rights. I support uh, people getting ahead. I don't know. I like Social Security. I like people getting Medicaid. I don't know what woke exactly means, but I guess the opposite of woke to me is asleep, and I think I'm awake. I like I like to read mainstream media. I believe that tr- uh, Trump lost the election. So if I'm in, you know, I didn't see any evidence that Trump won the election. I, I know 60 court cases were, were brought, uh, but nothing. So I assume, and I even think Fauci is a great person, not a good person, a great person. Why? A medical doctor who devoted his life to trying to prevent viruses and pandemics coming into this country. So I guess I'm woke. So, hey, I like it. I care <laughs> about the climate. I care about the future of our country. Uh, I'm I'm woke. So I said this. I guess you well, were fine until you said you, that you I thought was he lost the election. Yeah, yeah. Well, so anyway, when I said I was woke, it unleashed a a barrage of right-wing media debating this. I guess it was uh-huh. a slow news day on Friday. So, let me see. Where I think I have a uh, maybe I have. That's wild. Who are yeah, you? Who, so who cares? I if know. You're woke? I know who the <laughs> fuck am I? It, it, like uh, no one can even first of all, no one even knows what woke means. So there was this whole thing now started about what woke is and the definition of woke. Listen, we all know what woke means in Hollywood. Woke means never letting anyone say they're sorry. Wokeness means you don't have to ask the hard questions. Would you mind defining woke? I mean, woke is sort of the idea that. Um, I. This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Everything woke. Everything woke. It's true. Everything woke turns to shit. Okay. It's true. It's true. And who even knows what that means? President say shit before. That's amazing. So I say I'm woke. And then everyone, uh, I don't know. Is, These companies that have all gone woke, you know, whether it's Coca-Cola or, or Walmart. Since Biden took office, the CIA, even NASA have gone woke. Microsoft Word is going woke. Is Kohl's going woke? Uh-uh. Who knew golf balls could be woke? Big business, which has gone woke. Tobacco industry has gone woke. Chick-fil-A has gone woke. Woke James Bond, inclusive X-Men. Netflix, too much woke stuff on it. Even Jurassic Park has gone woke now. Little League sports. 
sports and American Boy Scouts are the next to go woke. The wokeification of NASCAR. The wokeification of Major League Baseball. This is the woke NFL. How woke will the Olympics get? People love basketball. They don't love woke basketball. The U.S. Air Force Academy has gone woke. Woke M&Ms have returned. Even our medical schools have gone woke. Tell me about the new Nick Jr. show that has gone woke. America's going broke, woke, and becoming a joke. The clip of the woman in the montage who couldn't define woke, she was promoting a book on wokeness. This is what I'm telling you. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's such a non-issue. Woke. No one knows what it means. I don't even know what it means. But I'm assuming what it means that if you've got any fucking brain in your head and you happen to care about shit, uh, you know, this idea of politicians running around, uh, the country's too woke, that ain't... That ain't that isn't the job of politicians. Their job is to and keep it the country the running. Problems that is running that that are uh, plaguing the country it has nothing to do nothing. with our actual problems. No, it's a big ass bullshit smokescreen. This is all a joke. In fact, I was I saw on on Fox News Jesse Waters was defending me by saying Howard isn't woke. Yeah, he thinks you're an idiot if you didn't take the vaccine. I listened to his show since the 90s. I like him. I think he's a funny guy. He doesn't understand what woke is. Yeah. He thinks it's not being for Trump. It's not that. And Howard from back in the day has changed. He's still not politically correct. His show is extremely edgy. He says ridiculous things that if this was said on this channel or on any other cable channel, he would absolutely get in huge trouble. But since he's on satellite and he's been very successful on satellite, he can say whatever he wants. Yeah, he's not doing the same types of things, but he's changed. He's like 30 years older, but he's still pretty edgy. He's kind of a anything goes guy. If you want to be transgender, be transgender. He doesn't care. He just doesn't really know how to define it. And I don't care because he's not that political of a guy only like what 10 percent, 5 percent of his shows on politics he has his opinions yeah. I, I, I actually listen to him to go on the show yeah, yeah you want to go on the show yeah. i would never go on that you show. are so transparent I, I would never go on that show <laughs> oh, so transparent up it's too dangerous me on that yeah. show are you kidding me <laughs> well anyway uh, so Je- so so what happened jesse's saying i'm not woke the other commentators on Fox and other conservative media were saying Howard has gone woke because I declared myself woke, even though I don't know what woke means. But I'll, I'll take it. It sounds like a good thing to be awake. I like woke. I like the word. I like being awake. I like reading the New York Times. Call me nuts. But this must have gotten Trump all charged up because at three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, technically Sunday morning, he starts uh, tweeting out um, Howard Stern is a broken loser, jerk off, not loyal, you know, the usual, uh, you know, tirade. And I thought to myself, my, I'll tell you my thought on it was, what, my thought was, what? Imagine you got to be the 45th president of the United States. And you're sitting and writing about Howard Stern. Whether he's woke. You know, all of a sudden, Trump saw me being discussed on all his conservative mm. media things, and he got charged up. And well, I'm they're disloyal. supposed to be talking about him. How dare you? Yeah, right. I, I stole the excitement thunder. for a minute or two. <laughs> but, uh, I t- oh, I know who this Uh-oh. is. It's Trump. I know it's going to be Trump. I know it. 
I know he's going to start in with me. Trump's going to start in with me. Are you going to answer? I don't know. I don't know what to do. (laughs) You better save the door. (laughs) I know. He's going to break the door down. (laughs) This guy's obsessed with me. Uh, Broken weirdo, Howard. Ugly on the inside, ugly on the outside. Poobs longer than your dick. Poobs? Pubes, pubes, you lost your hearing too. You know, we used to be such good buddies, just like you and Bill Maher. But now I don't even know if we could joke around about how I want to bang my daughter. That's how bad things have become. You know, you're an ugly loser because you don't like me. You don't like me too bad because if you did like me, you'd be a handsome, cool guy with a huge, thick, throbbing penis. Well, you know, that's what my point was. You saw me on TV. I really didn't even say anything that bad, bad about you on it. Yes, I don't. You did. I, just... I posted about you on Truth Social, my amazing, successful platform. Instead of a tweet, it's a truth. And instead of a retweet, it's a retruth. These are good terms that sound totally normal and everyone likes them. Everybody. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, you know, what you said about me on Truth Social is uh crazy because uh listen i didn't even i just said look i don't support your your candidacy that's all to get over listen you don't support me but i got plenty of friends on truth social who do who are not woke you know being woke means you have a very small penis look i have rudy giuliani vladimir putin kim jong-un carrie lake now these are quality people that are real friends oh and by the way by the way, how is XM paying you, by the way? In gum, case of the hairspray, sunglasses? You know, people are saying you're being paid in bottle caps, which is such a woke thing. However many <laughs> bottle caps you're getting per show, it should be much, much less. Well, again, I'm the one who said I was woke. Every, You know, you think you're insulting me, and these people think they're insulting me by calling me woke. I said, I, I said I'm woke. That's what but started this whole thing. you the woke mind virus. That's how woke you you are the mind virus makes you woke and you think that you're not woke because you're woke that's the problem with this you know big work is the worst thing that you can be howard right behind a chick with small tits both very very gross very very <laughs> gross you're saying being woke is worse than being a chick with small tits Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you're woke, you hate white people, which is crazy because we're the best at everything except for math. But that's why we always sit near the Asian guy. That's called a life hack. Nothing wrong with that. When you're non-woke like me, you know, slavery happens, but it doesn't ruin your day because they got learning job skills, which is very important. And woke right. is a fun <laughs> word, Howard. You can yes. mean absolutely anything you want. If you hire a black guy at your job. That's woke. If your dick gets caught in your zipper, also woke. If you try to fart quietly in public, but accidentally comes out loud, ultra woke. Well, anyway, it was crazy to have a former president insulting my looks. If anything, I'm like, well, hey, cool. I guess I, I mean, you, you're obviously so bothered by me. I must be relevant. Excuse me, excuse to. me. You thought what? I'd say you're handsome? No offense, but you look like someone put a wig on a pile of human shit. I mean, I've seen Rudy cough up hairballs more attractive than you, Howard. If you were a woman, <laughs> I wouldn't even grab your pussy with Eric's fingers. I mean, look at me. Look at me. I'm 6'3", 215 pounds. I'm an Adonis, and you're a junkhead. So sad. In fact, 
there is one upside. You're so ugly, I'm going to wear a Howard Stern mask in prison and no one will fuck me. It's true. You know, your well, nose is so big, you can smell the future. You're smelling lunch right now, aren't you? Aren't you, Howard? No. Listen, your face is so gross, you made Robin swear off cock for good. You groomed her in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. Robin swore off cock without me. Don't uh, get started. I know. Yeah, it's all you. It's all you. You're I've so had enough woke. abuse. I've had enough You're abuse from you. Good luck on the campaign woke trail, I guess. I don't, need, right? I don't need luck, Howard. People love me more than ever. I was the bad boy in high school, and America's the hot chick who grew tits over the summer. You're like the <laughs> chick whose dad's trying to stop me from fucking his baby girl. But we all know how that ends with me balls deep in America. Now, if you apologize and cry like a dog, I'll consider putting you in my cabinet. You can be the secretary of weak, pathetic, disloyal loser guys. All right. Well, I'll take that. I'd like to be the secretary of weak, pathetic loser guys. But anyway, hey, keep tweeting about me. I don't mind. I'm uh I will, I'm happy. Howard. I will. You look like Dracula's coat rack. It's sad. <laughs> Oh, well, listen, uh, I'm not even going to get started on your looks. You're the one who claims he's 215 pounds of a ripped Adonis. I mean, come on. I am a ripped Adonis. Have you seen my NFTs? I look absolutely incredible. You look like Joey Ramone fucked a turd. <laughs> wow. Well, you're really worked up about me. but uh, I am absolutely look. worked up. And truth is huge. And I'm going to truth about you every single day from here on out. All well, right. thank well, you. Thank I you. got picked I mean, up by the New York Post. Did you see that? Did you see yes, that? Yes, I that. did. When you, in fact, when you talked about me, it got picked up by the New York Post. So thank you. I mean, you get That's my right. name. That's right. You're the wokest woke that ever woked. Right. <laughs> there you go. So I'm woke. All right. There All you go. All I wanted to say was welcome to the playground. Are we in high school? This is a <laughs> yeah. former president. Uh, this yes, is that's the right. level of your can conversation. You, can you imagine if you're running for the office and you're busy tweeting about Howard Stern? It's crazy. It's just crazy behavior. Well, listen, I'm going to send you to Gitmo, Robin. You're going to hate every second of it. <laughs> you you really put me in my place. I'll tell you that. You I like do. Howard. You look like a praying mantis wearing sunglasses. I'm glad that you said when you go to prison that you're going to uh, wear a Howard Stern mask so the prisoners won't fuck you. I like that. I have to admit. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. I tell you what, on a personal level, I do miss you. I miss the two of us talking about how much we both want to fuck Ivanka. But, uh, you know. Yeah, but I, you were I, never in a club, like a this disloyal thing. What club did he join and, and not he turned uh, He turned his back law. on me. He was always that. I made you, Howard. I made you. I <laughs> you was did, on your you show, did. what, 50, 60, 70 times? I, have I to think 5,000 times you were on. 5,000 <laughs> times, and I told you very intimate things. You used to be part of my pussy posse, my pussy posse. Right. And not well, anymore. Or, I can't trust you. And who I says like, they love their wives? Who says that? Nobody. That's <laughs> so woke. <laughs> That's so woke. It's woke. It's so woke. It's so woke to say you love your wife. It's really, it's sad. It's sad. I got to admit, I, I did love when you used to call in and fight with Eric the actor. That was fun. I mean, uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? That was great. No. I was so amazing. You know, I, I was, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, this is what I'm going to do for you, Howard. I'm just going to keep insulting you and we're going to get so much press out of it. It's going to be incredible. Thank you. Thank you. you look like thank a you. dirty mop where 
wearing John Vitreros. <laughs> what? John Vitreros. <laughs> John Vitreros. Whatever. I don't wear that woke clothing. Who wears a scarf in the summer? You do. Yeah, John Vitreros is very woke. John Vitreros. John Vitreros. <laughs> by the way, I've never said I love my wife. I have a perfect record. Three of them. Right. I never said that. Well, call me a broken weirdo, but uh, you calling you me look a broken like weirdo? Phil Spector skeleton. I have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, not, you not. Who's there? Woke. Woke who? You're a woke piece of shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're Listen, really going there. You well, need I know that sleep. you like that I said shit, Robin. You know that I said that. <laughs> you, you need sleep. Stop truthing at 2 a.m., all right, pal? There I you don't go. sleep. I don't sleep. I never sleep, okay? Uh, I'm I working know. on material for the campaign trail. I know you don't I think drink, you, you don't sound sleep. like somebody who doesn't sleep. <laughs> we get I don't you. sleep. I, I'm Big Bird on Ozempic. That's what I am. You should go uh, out with Taylor Swift. I think that would be a good move. She came on to me like gangbusters, Howard. It was <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> it was, <laughs> oh, won. my God, the skinny bag of bones. I didn't want uh, her at all. No boobs, no nothing, no hips. It was very, very uh, sad. All right. Well, Listen, okay. I'm all jacked up on Method Big Match right now, so I'm just going to be <laughs> truthing all day. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Donald. All right. There you go. There he is. I was just thinking, if he gets into an orange jumpsuit, Will anybody be able to see him? He's orange. The jumpsuit is orange <laughs> if he goes to jail. Uh, just uh, reminding you that uh, Donald Trump just called in and he said the following things. He said, I was so ugly. And he said, if I supported him, I would be a handsome, cool guy with a huge, thick penis. So, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. And he also said, in case you're writing an article, that um, being woke is worse than being a chick with small tits. Yes. Both things are very that gross. That should be a quote. It should be That's a quote. A quote. That's what I'm, I'm pulling out the highlights for the reporters. <laughs> um, I like when he said, when you're woke, you hate white people, which is crazy because we're the best at everything except for math. And that's why we always sit near uh, the Asian. And... Um, what else did he say? He said, oh, and then he insulted me and said that he has seen that he has seen Rudy Giuliani cough up hairballs more attractive than me. <laughs> and he said, if I was a woman, I wouldn't even grab your pussy with Eric's fingers. So there you go. Uh, Trump said he yeah, would. Please, if I was please get all of those right when you're uh, writing them for your article. But the most important thing was, he said, my face is so gross, it made Robin swear off cock for good <laughs> and that I groomed her. <laughs> is that true, Robin? In, wrong, That's not in the true. wrong way, you groomed me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there you go. And then I need to apologize and cry like a dog. And, um, and then, then he'll, he'll give me. you a cabinet uh, post. Secretary of weak, pathetic, disloyal guys. So there I go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so that was my weekend. And it was like, I was like, what the fuck? Wow. You know, but I'll tell you then. But it, the story, I was kind of disappointed. The story went away because um, <laughs> a bigger story replaced it. That there's a um, that general. What's that guy's name? General Willie or General. uh can't think of his name but uh general the general who worked for trump he uh said that uh, basically they had some big ceremony and general mark milley that's who it is 
General Milley said he had a, he brought in a disabled veteran to sing or something, and the guy was really messed up from a couple of tours in Afghanistan. And right, yeah. Trump pulled him aside and said, never bring this guy here again. The, the, people don't want to see that. But you know, Messes but, up the pictures. <laughs> messes up the picture. But then Trump did say that's all lies and uh, fake news and everything. So, so then I got replaced. All my publicity got ruined because of the more outrageous <laughs> publicity. Oh. Uh. Anyway, I don't give two shits. Cares at this well, that's point. funny when, you know, I've never, this is the first, um, a former president fighting with a DJ, you know, like a, a radio guy, just out of the blue. Yeah. Well, what it has done is it's gotten now everyone riled up that I'm woke, which I don't even know. I, I, I know people are like very conservative people are very upset by anything woke, but. They I was know it just when struck. they see it, even though they can't explain it. Yeah, I was struck by the fact that, like, a guy who got to be president was up at two in the morning thinking about me. Sure. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind big, of a in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I was actually moved by it. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, yeah, Mike, go ahead, Mike. Mike from Maine, go ahead, Mike. Well, if you just live a natural way. All right, let's move on to another Mike from Virginia. Hello. Hey, now. How we doing? Hey, Howard, how you doing today? Um, just uh, want to touch on the whole woke thing. And, you know, the reality of a definition of woke is, plain and simply, people who have enough brain power to realize that being a bad human being is a horrible thing. And so much of the religious right wants to keep... Anyone who's going to speak out outside of religion or speak out outside of, I don't know, normal humanity and sensibility is a bad person. And it's sad to see. But you and Robert Robin played into it last week, my friend. What did oh. we do? What did we do? We don't even know. talked about the small town song. And you made references over and over again to the fact that it only refers to people that are different in regards to sexuality, in regards to being um, no. trans. The reality of that song is it's premised around the, 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 the bad things that are happening in the inner city with gangs and what's going on with the vandalism and how far it's going with a movement of youth being so uh, out of control. Mike, I love you, but uh, let me just say something. the song. Yeah, I mean, if you got to explain a song to me, I don't know what I don't know what any of it means, to be honest with you, Mike. So it, count me out. I'm down for the 10 count. You know what? I'll let I'll let younger people than me figure all this shit out because, hey, you know, I'll be leaving the planet pretty soon and I don't have to deal with it. You guys will. You know, that's one of the, yeah, the bennies of getting older. You guys deal with it. Impact and there's there's no Thanks. doubt you got satire going on, no doubt. But you still make an impact in this in this world, and you still make an impact of a lot of people, a lot of educated people. I just so uh, Mike, you're I talking really about like uh, what song is that? That's the um, Jason Aldean song. Yes, try yes, that yes. in a small town. I think that was one of the lines. All right. According to Mike, the song is about people who come to town and riot in the small town and the people in the small town. No, no, town no, no. Take... People in oh. the big cities who are in gangs and oh, oh, and oh. run into stores and yeah. vandalize and all of that. All right. exactly. So Mike is saying exactly. the song is about 
People in gangs, beware. If you go to a small town and try, first of all, why, if you're in a gang, would you go to a small town to steal? There's nothing there to steal, for Christ's sake. Uh, no, you know, no yeah. <laughs> and believe me, I've seen a lot of people in small towns are a bunch of pussies, too. So I don't know that they're standing up to any gangs. There's plenty of gangs in small towns, and they're getting away with tons of shit, like dealing Howard, meth. You and Robin both live in, you live in a small town at your place where you vacation yeah. that happens to be in Long Island. All right, I, I got to get out of this conversation. Right. Say again. I got Mike. I got. I got. I don't care. I don't care about the okay. small town song. Okay. Thank you, pal. You're a good man. Christ. I don't even. I don't. I don't even understand politics today. I, it's just like I'm out of it. I, I. I don't want any. Don't call me about this shit. Small town. <laughs> we got balls in a small town. You pussies up north. You don't know how to handle them gangs. Meanwhile, I was reading an article this weekend about what's going on in Mexico. So fucking crazy. They do it. There's an article in the New York Times. There's a woman who lives in Mexico, Mexican citizen. The, the evidently, kidnappings are so out of control in Mexico that, and you know, it's not a, a, a people. They're even kidnapping people who have no money. And so the banks. How do you because, how do you make money from people with no money? It was a story of this woman. Her daughter got kidnapped. The woman, the, the woman's daughter was 20 years old. She was taken away by a gang. So she has no money. So it turns out in Mexico now, so many people are being kidnapped by gangs that the banks will make you a loan that you wow. have to pay back. They, yeah, yeah, because you got to pay Ugh. off these gangs. And there's no real, I guess the police don't know how to handle this kind of shit over there. You know, this is what I mean. This is why you got to say, God bless you, live in America. And um, so this woman's she loves her daughter. She goes, OK, she somehow gets her, her life savings, which is just a little bit under ten thousand dollars. And she gives it to the gang. I'm not going to go through the whole story, how it works. But anyway, they never returned their daughter. So now she's really upset. She gets contacted by some guy who says, listen, I can help you out. Meet me at a diner. She meets him at a diner. Says, give me sixteen hundred dollars. I'll get your daughter for you. Long story short, she gets in the 1600. Still no daughter. She can't get her Jeez, daughter. She's paying, everybody's yeah. just taking her to the cleaners. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy what's going on. Well, the story goes on and on. I don't need to finish the story, but it turns out the daughter was. I, I, listen, what's the difference? What I'm telling you is in Mexico, it's so out of control there. There's no government. There's no, you know, no FBI this is what they, that's what all these non-woke types, they want to get rid of the FBI. Can you imagine getting rid of the FBI? You'd be so fucked you wouldn't know which way your head spun. Get rid of the FBI. But anyway, do I know what's going on? No. You do. You know better than me. I mean, Robin, I mean you in the audience. Everyone knows better than me. Leave me out of it. I'm done because I'm going to confess something. I don't know what's going on. Because I can't figure it out. Everyone's gone mad in my world. Everyone's insane. You know, I'm so sick of now that I'm listening to radio from the 1940s. It was so much yep. better. <laughs> I'm the same. I can't watch the news. Uh, I don't understand it. I, I, I'm evidently uh, in the minority on a lot of stuff. Yeah, Bacon, go ahead. This is Bacon. What a great nickname, Bacon. bacon. Well, hey, by the way, and, and Bacon, let me just say something while it's on my mind. I got an advanced copy of Bachelor in Paradise this weekend. The old one? 
New one. New Bachelor in what do you Paradise. Mean? I, okay, it's I, not the I got, senior Bachelor. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what's going on. You really don't know what's going on. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, the new season, I'm going to give them a plug. Jesus Christ, it's good. You know, even my wife was like, are we going to watch Bachelor in Paradise? I said, honey, we're Bachelor Nation. Let's just get right to it. And sure <laughs> enough, we're both sucked in. Guys dating, girls, nobody has decent grammar. It's wonderful. Everyone's an idiot. It's it's perfect. Everyone walk, walking around with their titty out. Big dummies. It's great. Perfect. Big golden dummies? <laughs> golden pretty dummies. Perfect <laughs> for television. You know, if you're going to start a reality show, you got to find beautiful dummies, and they find them. <laughs> Evidently, we've got a we've got a, a inordinate amount of beautiful we, dummies in this country. We have a bumper crop. Yeah, Bachelor in Paradise, and then Golden Bachelor premieres this Thursday. I said to myself, "Are you going to watch that?" I said to myself, Robin, why the fuck would ABC have something called the Golden Bachelor? The Bachelor's seventy years old, which. I said, no one wants to. You want to see young people, attractive young. Nobody wants to see a 70-year-old dude. Unless he's rich and he's dating 30-year-olds. But (laughs) anyway, then I read an article and explained it all. Oh, yeah? Network television has no viewers. They got, they're losing. Young people watch TikTok and YouTube and this and that. And any show they want, they stream. They don't. That's right. Television, yeah. If network television is going to survive, they have to rely on baby boomers who are all in their sixties and seventies now, and eighties. So they need baby boomers, and baby boomers are the only ones watching regular television. Because when you get old, you do what you're comfortable with. I like television, and so they're doing the Golden Bachelor. But what they fail to recognize is. People of my age group and your age, we don't want to see people our age. No. But okay, let's see. Maybe the experts know better than me. Uh, Bacon, go ahead. What did you want to say? All right, man. I don't know what you did to piss off Fox News, but uh, they were talking about you on Tuesday or Wednesday at like yes. the news at five. Because, because I said I was because I said I was woke. Yeah, they <laughs> it man. set them off. <laughs> If someone would have said to me, if you just go on the air and say you're woke, you'll get a ton of publicity. I would have said, oh, OK, I'll do, I'm, I'm going to say it every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say it every day till the till I till I can't talk anymore. Thank you, Bacon. Thank you. My titty is itching right now. The nipple I, um, or just around the, 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 around the nipple. <laughs> I know why now. Why? Because I went and got a uh, what when they put tape on your titties for uh, an EKG. I had an EKG. Oh, you had the 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 little electrode had to go on there. And I am allergic to tape. Whenever they put tape on my body, my arm, they took blood and they did an EKG. You know, part of an exam, and they put tape on my arm, and my whole arm was itchy all weekend. Mm. There's something with tape. It's the adhesive. It's whatever yeah. makes it stick. And it stays on your skin even when you take the Band-Aid off. That's why you get such a big reaction. You know, the, the uh, yeah. adhesive stays. Well, meanwhile, 
when I had the EKG, they tape they tape uh, tape to my titty, but my titties are covered in hair. I'm hairy. Oh. Now. And the woman said, oh, I got to pull the tape off. I said, just do it. I was like getting a bikini wax. I thought I was going right. to run out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> she said, if you ever do this again, shave down. I go, I can't shave down. Well, imagine Howard Stern laying here, shaved down. You're going to tell everyone. A little everyone. circle around your... Yeah, around my titties. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> What's this all about? Right. Uh, yes, ma'am. Oh, this woman is on The Golden Bachelor. You're one of the contestants uh, trying to win. Yes, hi. This is Mildred. Are you waiting until you see my season? My snatch comes out of the limousine before I do. <laughs> well, you are a single woman, and you want to date the 70-year-old yeah. bachelor, I guess. I'm just like you said. I'm a hot dummy, but I'm hot from hot flashes. Yeah. Honey, what, what are you listening to in the background there? I'm getting... So hot off this Glenn Miller shit. I love it. Listen. <laughs> oh my God. I'm fingering myself to Moonlight Serenade. Oh, it's so wonderful. You know, the Fantasy Suite has a walk in tub. We can walk into a special railing so we're, we fuck. And we all have life alerts. It's true. When I fall down, I hit a button and they come in and wheel me out. Wonderful. You know, they say, ma'am, you're never too yeah. old to find love. The 70-year-old bachelor is looking for a, a, a sweetheart, and uh, and let's hope that you uh, you win. I'm, I'm for you, Mildred. Yeah. I, when they come in the fantasy suite, I put on the Victrola and some old <laughs> Marx Brothers movies, and then I get so wet, I squirt all over my rotary phone. It's like rejuvenation. It's wonderful. It's great. You know how three contestants have already died and only four have shit their pants. So it's a success already. When is the last time you had a man? I mean, yeah. uh, if you get The Bachelor, uh, you'll probably have to uh, do some, I guess, Kegel exercises or maybe use a device to open up your vagina and get it lubed again. You, a stretcher? <laughs> yeah, stretching of the vagina, right? <laughs> Yes, I have a special, um, what do they call that, a protractor? A, yes. A tra from the gynecologist's office. A tractor. And then I take <laughs> protractor. And you going to put a tractor in your vagina? <laughs> you could. It's a problem. You know, Howard, we don't have a fantasy suite. We have a hospice suite. And we... <laughs> We taste, there's a guy that plays clarinet, and we fuck, and it's so hot. You know who's in there, actually, Jimmy Carter. I have a bed right next to him. It's right next fantastic. to him. You mean on the show, yeah. you end up in the fantasy suite right next to Jimmy Carter's room? It's called the, it's called the hospice suite. You end up in the oh hospice with the, with, the, with the Golden Bachelor. Well, all right. Yes, well, we, get un, we get unlimited Viagra and morphine. It's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good for you. Uh, it sounds like you're Thank well on you. your way to romance. This is, uh, well, this is Glenn Miller. so fucking cool. Oh, my well, God. Are you touching yourself? Episode, yeah, I finger myself to Glenn Miller, and I'm on dialysis. I'm going to be here for a wow. while. Oh, God. Oh, 
Oh my God, I'm twerking in my walker. It's so wonderful. I feel like I'm a young woman again. It reminds me of when I had a threesome with the three stooges in 1943. <laughs> oh my God, I had Mo Curly and Larry in my time. Oh dear God, it's wonderful. Yeah, all right, man. Oh well, will we tune in? We're going to watch you on The Golden have- Bachelor. There you go. All right, never her. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, yeah. So the fans wrote in and they, um, what is this? All right. I, I'll, I'll continue the email. I should take a break because I'll, uh, that's what happens. The whole but morning that was goes. the, the, um, whole of your weekend then. All yeah. Some other stuff weird happened. Stuff. Yeah. Some other things happened over the weekend, but yeah, Bill Maher and I had a conversation. And uh, the president attacked me, the ex-president, I should say, which was so funny to me. One of my old old time friends wrote me, he goes, you know, when you were a kitchen boy at Wellmet, did you ever dream one day the ex-president of the United States would be attacking you? I go, yeah, actually, I did. I had a horrible dream that the, the country went so fucking downhill. That <laughs> I, 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 you know, the, this is what it came down to. I mean, what a compliment. But uh, what is this, guys? What kind of clip do you have? So we were looking for something, you know, you were talking about how everyone blew up in conservative media. So this is on Hannity's show. It's not Hannity, but they're saying how you were broken by Trump and, and COVID. And then everyone boos the, the COVID booster. No one's getting the COVID booster in the Hannity world. Well, I don't care. Hey, don't get oh. it. What do you want from me? You know? I uh, I love it. I got it. I feel good about it. Don't get it. See how you do. Science is all bullshit. They don't know what they're doing. They're trying to put a chip, microchip in you. You're, they're probably you're probably right. Don't get that. Don't get that booster. Um, you'll be microchipped, and then the government will track you because you're so fucking important. They can't wait to That's find out right. where you are. We 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 hmm. have trouble keeping track of you. Yeah, and if you get sick and you lose your eyesight like Richard did, uh, you know, at least you won't be tracked when you're banging into the wall. You know what's crazy for me? I get attacked by the right wing when I said I was woke, and then all the woke people hate me too. Bill Maher and Trump attacked me. Like, like I get attacked... I, I unite both sides against me. It's really weird. Like woke people it's don't like me. Been that way. Yeah, it's always it's like crazy. I remember when the FCC was really going at me. I didn't know who to hate because the Democrats and the Republicans. I, one day I'd, I'd go. There'd be a news article. I'd say I'm never voting for another Republican again because they're all against me. And then I, I'd wake up the next day and find out that all the Democrats wanted me off the radio. And I go. That's it. I'm never voting for another Democrat again. <laughs> I was a man without a fucking country. <laughs> it was crazy. I had to get the fuck off the radio. I was going insane. I yeah. I don't think I will ever be able to tell the story accurately of how insane I was going on regular radio. I mean, you would know best, Robin. When, when I drop dead, you can write the book. She knows. I would just I would walk around like flummoxed going this is crazy. Someone out there has to stand up for me. The only guy who stood up for me was Senator D'Amato. 
I'll tell you who stood up for me. Senator D'Amato. There were a couple. Yeah. The guy with the wiener. Uh, the guy who, uh, who's, uh, what was it? Uh, Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner. He stood up for me. Great. And then the other guy was, uh, believe it or not. The Republican was, um, I think it was Lieberman. Congressman. Maybe. You know who stood up for you, Howard? Congressman Serrano. Congressman Serrano. Where's he? I don't know. What about yeah. the, the Pennsylvania senator? Now, Arlen Specter didn't say, but he came on our show and then, but he did say some nice things. Uh, yeah, Arlen Specter, okay. Yeah. There you go. But there were a couple, but for the most part, I thought the Republicans would stick up for me because they're all about, we want free speech, but not when it came to me. Not and then, for you. <laughs> and then the Democrats, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, and I've got some pretty reasonable views, and they didn't stick up for me either. Nobody liked it. <laughs> but because uh, sex sets everyone off. Right. If you talk about sex or any of that shit. Hey, it's anyway. an easy thing to say you're against because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter in the long run. <laughs> Who could hate me? They were all protecting uh, children. We had no children listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, no parents were supervising them near the radio. It was out of control. Um, by the way, uh, okay, I'll get back to the email when we get back. And I've got a ton of things to get to here. Um, I'll tell you a few things. Uh, Steve Nowicki went to Eddie Van Halen com. Oh, I can, wow. I can um, tell you about, oh, there's a Barbie backlash in the country from uh, conservative media. Um, oh, I've got a wonderful game for us today to play. Um, what will religious shows pray for part two? We've played this game before. <laughs> it's wonderful. I love that game. Yeah. You guys will love this. I got your phone calls. We got the email to go through airline assholes too. There are so many. I've got pages and pages and tape and tape and tape of airline assholes. People who get on a plane and can't fucking behave. They just can't do I'm it. I'm afraid to travel. Because you're you not know, going you anywhere. Good. If you win the lottery and get one of these people in your plane. Well, good. I don't want you traveling anyway. I told you <laughs> you're immunocompromised and I don't want you going anywhere. <laughs> Stay home. Beware you. Uh, you didn't go anywhere this weekend, did you? I just went down to Maryland. <gasps> <gasps> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Maryland. What were you doing down there? What are you doing, friends? Friends? You mean COVID infected friends or RSV infected friends? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, That was on Friday. I went. Yeah. And you felt the need to see people. You like to be social, isn't it? I I have a few people I like to see. All right. How'd it go? All right. Uh, Fine. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I realized the whole. Over to Rehoboth, where uh, the president lives. Really? And, uh, yeah. And then met some friends for lunch. Your Zoom wasn't working? You couldn't see them over the computer? <laughs> you need to see You need to see that they're real or something? <laughs> yes, I want to see a real human being every once in a while. COVID is tearing through our office. No time to play Russian roulette. A lot of people on the show. I'm not visiting anybody from this show. Actually, uh, I'm uh, I'm out and about. I was at Nobu. I hadn't been there in years. I was at Nobu. Which Wednesday. One? one in Manhattan? One in Manhattan. Yeah. Wow. What do you think? I flew to Malibu? I'm not like yeah. you. I'm not wild. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, uh, I went there uh, on uh, 57th Street. 
Okay, Nobu 57. Awesome. Met uh, friends. Sitting there five minutes. Five minutes in, I get a text from my daughter. Dad, you're at Nobu. My my daughter, my daughter Ashley's like the FBI. She knows wherever I am. I mean, she's got friends all over the city. It's because you had the vaccine. You got chipped. Yeah. <laughs> she's following yeah. you. I think she chipped me. <laughs> but anyway, she knew right away. And uh, it was nice. I was feeling very good oh, about You it. needed to see people? Yeah, evidently I did. <laughs> oh, I was everywhere. I uh, I told you I had to go for some tests, so uh, I was up in a hospital. I didn't wear a mask. I wouldn't wear any masks. Yeah, yeah, they don't uh, do that anymore if you're yeah. no. uh, just going in for testing and stuff. Yep, didn't wear a mask, didn't wear a mask at Nobu. And then for about two days, I was convinced I was sick, but I wasn't. See, I didn't uh, have that <clears throat> backlash this time. <clears throat> I didn't right. think about it. I just went on <clears throat> with my world and everything was fine. Fafa Fui has uh, the COVID. How are you feeling, pal? Richard's uh, on the on the rebound. He's on doing the better. mend. He sounded <clears throat> better today. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> are you doing all right? I'm great. I uh, yeah, I tested. I I took. Like I said, took the Paxlovid. I tested negative Saturday <clears throat> morning, and I'm back to normal. Nice. <clears throat> I, I go. I go that route. I get the Paxlovid. Yeah. Howard, yeah. first symptom Monday. Paxlovid Monday afternoon, negative by Saturday. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good drug. God bless. Hey, God bless science. Sorry if that's woke. Is that woke to say God bless science and like <laughs> like, like medicine? I don't know. God and science apparently aren't in the same. They they don't yeah. agree with each other <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I ain't taking that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, okay, let's uh, say this, Howard 101. The wrap-up show starts on Howard 101 as soon as our show ends. Tomorrow, Anderson Cooper will be here. I was listening to his book. He wrote a new book, Anderson. And, uh, you know, well, I'll talk about it tomorrow. Hey, uh, thank you, Stephen Singer. I want to say thank you, thank you. Th you know what I heard? I heard Stephen Singer. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Steven Singer's thank going you, to Ronnie's thank you, thank wedding. You, thank you, thank what? you, thank you, thank you. That's what you, I heard. Thank you, thank That's amazing. I didn't even know he was on the guest list. Yeah, I think uh I think also the guy who uh, has the underpants company, um Tommy John. Tommy John is gonna be there too. <laughs> what about it seems like, uh, his, well, Ronnie's, his hypnotist who comes yeah, and does Well, job. Ronnie's whole wedding is like well, I mean, I, I, Ronnie's going to get mad if I say this. I don't want to anger say him. Whatever you, him. Say whatever you want, because you're going to say it anyway. You know, what am I going to say? Your whole fucking life is me. I mean, everyone from my office. I'm everyone, with the guy, dude. You don't, yeah. you know, you, don't, I know, you think I'm... I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. Every, all my whatever. connections. You, you say, say what you want. You, is you Steven Singer... You don't Singer, understand that Ronnie is, is a friendly guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wow, what's, is there something wrong with that, Robin? <laughs> Steven Singer's going to your wedding? Yeah. There, some people call it Ronnie's wedding. The other people are calling it the Howard Stern Gala. It's like a Howard Stern con. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's all. It's I all gave you, you a life, dude. It's, it's you gotta, you should thank me every single day of your life. I hope you do. How often do you talk to Steven Singer? Never. Never spoken to him. Okay. The man. There you go. There I go. What? 
You're close. You're that close to Steven Singer. How yeah, often I do talk you to talk to him? Every time yeah. you get engaged. <laughs> no, no. Every time he needs what jewelry. Every time. <laughs> when he needs jewelry or he brings someone else. Yeah, and I, pay, and I pay for to it. get engaged. I know you pay for it. Steven Singer only makes deals for everyone the same. And I know that. But how close are you to Steven Singer that he's coming to your wedding? This is fucking mind-blowing. Tell me about we the relationship. We got very close during COVID. Do you guys go to dinner together? How do you get no, close but, to someone during but, COVID? But You're we not talk seeing a lot. anybody. No we, no, we talked a lot on the phone. Can you he imagine of, that conversation? We had a lot of issues we talked about. And wow. you know, we spent a lot of time talking to each other. Is that something wrong with that? Wow. Steven Singer no is going to be a, it's unbelievable. Boy, that's terrible. It's a terrible thing. No, it's not terrible. We're just questioning. Hello, is this fucking Steven Singer? <laughs> yeah, right. How the yeah. fuck are you? That's how I talk to the guy. How the fuck are you? Did we get any of them fucking diamond engagement rings? Fucking I just, I just, saw, I just saw him during the summer. I saw him during the summer. I what was about at, Tommy was John? I was at a store in the summertime, okay? Is, is, oh, yeah. yeah well, this is his best friend at his store. <laughs> is Tommy John going? Yeah, he's coming with a ba with a ba a, a whole truck full of underwear to give out. <laughs> Those are your favors? That's, that's what the favors. What about the mattress firm guy? Oh, they already what about, gave mattresses to everybody. What about Lonnie? Is he going to be there? Uh, no. No? Lonnie? No. No. Oh. Oh. No, 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 don't. Oh, it's not because he's, <laughs> he didn't want to come. Believe me. He, he can't come. Let's put it that okay, way. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You got any of those cock rings and diamonds? <laughs> yeah. I have a cock ring. Exactly. I had a special cock ring made while I was there. He did a great job, too, making it. Wow. Well, there you uh, go, Ronnie. Uh, the guest list is shocking. Yeah. It is. What happened with Bubba? Surprising. Uh, Bubba going Bubba or not? Be, Bubba will be at the wedding. What? What? How did that happen? He, he announced he wasn't going to the wedding. Bubba called me over. We spoke over the weekend. We had a long All talk, right. and he explained what the hell was going on with his head. His head was in a bad place, and uh, okay. he apologized, and he's come. All right. There you go. I'm happy to hear that. And I'm glad he's coming. I'm sure All you right. are. I th I think you were devastated when you heard he wasn't going to be there. Who's Who's going to be at Steven Singer's table? Is it going to be Bubba? Maybe How Bubba. Do you Bubba. Seat people. Yeah. 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 How, like, where do you put Bubba? Um, uh, the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Who do you put? Who do you put with Bubba? Who's at Bubba's table? Yeah, I'm curious. Hold on. Oh, you got the list. Oh, good. Ronnie's I got the list. I have the list right here. We were going over it on, because, um, nah, I don't even want to get into that. Uh, <laughs> so much going on. And yeah, where are you putting Steven Singer? That's what I want. Hold on. Know. Hold on. Hold on. Hurry up. I can't wait. <laughs> Excited. <sighs> can't even yeah. see the fucking thing. <laughs> he doesn't know whether to put the glasses up to read or oh, down. I, I, don't, I don't really want to say who Bubba's sitting with right now. Okay. Really? Why? Wow. Because you're going to make some changes? No, no. Yeah, well, maybe. Wow. Mm. Jesus. What about Steven Singer? Where's he going to be? Who's uh, he with? Like, like, who does he know? 
Maybe, hold on, maybe. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Where the hell is he? I know he, he's at a cool table. I know that. How about uh, sitting him cool next to? Table? I think that's the Captain Crunch table where. Uh... <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. This is so confusing. Captain so... Crunch is coming in. Uh, many famous celebrities. Uh, <laughs> Steven Singer. Jesus Christ! Did you forget to put him on the? No, it's list? the way Stephanie made up this this list. This. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's fine. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, he's with one of my rich friends. Right. That makes uh, sense. He's with. He's with. Um, Helicopter he's, Bob. No, no. He's with this. <laughs> th- no, he's with. He's with. Uh, he's, this guy, he's with this uh, VIP VP at NASCAR. Oh, uh, nice. 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 He treat him. Well. Uh, he's, yeah. he's with the guy who owns Pocono Raceway. Yeah. Oh. He's a. Uh, He's Kurt Busch's tire supplier. And he's with uh, John Harris. Oh, John Harris. John yeah. Harris is going to your wedding? I'm very good friends with John How Harris. Do you know him? Oh, John Harris God. has been at my house here already. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was Who? in the pool with the ice. You know. Who yeah, is John that? Harris and I have been friends for years, dude. Come on. All right. Anything else? Who's Kurt Bush? Who's Kurt Bush going to sit with? He's he may get his own table. No, no, no. Who, Kurt Bush. He's going to he's gonna sit I at bet a car. I bet you he's at Ronnie's table. Or he's with. No, Ronnie. he's not. No, he's not. Really he's, interesting. No, no. He's, he's with? with the he's with the Vegas people, and he's with a um, a big shot from Toyota. Uh, who else is he with? He's with yeah. He's with one of my rich friends here, that yeah. lives here. <laughs> Good. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about their money. You know, the rich, the, the rich friends, you know, yeah. all my rich friends. Every, that live. every wedding has a loser table. The, the, like there's people you Dude, just don't so know. Fucking, it's so fucking hard man, to put people Who's sitting tables, at the, man. What's, what's the worst table, Ronnie, or as we call it, the loser table? Go ahead. Give me the names. Like, what, who do you put there? Like, like JD or somebody? <laughs> Come on, oh, you can't put it. JD there. JD's no, JD, a star. JD should be sitting with Kurt Bush. JD's a big star. <laughs> no, JD is with. Uh, let me see who JD is with. Samantha B. Oh, JD is with. Okay, here's JD's table. It's JD. Yeah. Steve Brandano. Oh, okay. It's guys from the show. Good. Lit. Uh, yeah. Chris Wilding, oh, the fine. Wiki. Oh, that's Matt. a fun table. Derek, Wendy the Snapple Lady, and uh, Michael Flandina. How big are these tables? 12 and 10. Nice. Wow. All right. There you go. Ronnie's got also it. Also, the Hamburglar is going to be sitting with JD. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, uh, thank you, Ron. And I do want to say uh, Steven Singer will be at Ronnie's Great wedding. Dude. Great dude. Great man. dude. Great dude. He told me how to get duty stains off him with a tennis bracelet that the That's right. had. She got a little crazy the other night when she put the dildo up my ass. <laughs> you got duty on your, your your girl got uh, duty on her tennis bracelet. Tennis yeah, bracelet, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a crisis. Yeah, it's a 20, <laughs> he's got a twenty four hour crisis line. Hello, Stephen, get on the phone right now. What do I use? Was it baking soda or is it vinegar? What gets it off without uh, tainting the diamonds? Pig. 
Stephen Singer is giving away one free, well, a free one-carat lab-grown diamond with every engagement ring purchase. Visit IHateStevenSinger.com for more details. There you go. Very generous. And uh, I'm, I'll be curious to see what uh, Stephen Singer, what kind of money he gives you for your uh, wedding, Ron. Um, I would think he, he's going to have to pony up big bucks. He's already also, given, he's, he's given us our gift already. What is it? Yeah. It was a box of blood diamonds. <laughs> no, seriously, what wrong. was it? <laughs> yeah, what, really, what was it? Stop it. Uh, he gave us our wedding bands. Oh, wow. Well. And we didn't, we didn't ask for it. That's not the reason we went there. Because we go there for all jewelry. You know? All right. You're a good customer. But that's, I know that. He gave, uh, he gave us our wedding bands. And a gold yeah, tip dildo. Well, he's a terrific guy. You're right about that. And uh, thank you, Stephen Singer. I'm a good friend. Thank good you, Stephen Singer. I'm yes, he is. Friend. Yes, he is. He's a good man. hey Shine on, you crazy diamond. Parts one through five. <laughs> Only song I can think of that has parts one through five. Uh, Pink Floyd coming at you. I would do a talk-up. I would be here all day. Uh, this you album can do a is, whole show over this. Yeah. It's about uh, Sid Barrett, of course. I think everyone knows that story. Shine On You Crazy Diamond is about Sid Barrett, who was kicked out of the band several years earlier when his schizophrenia got so bad he couldn't even play on stage. Hmm. Uh, I say they should have kept him in the band. I'm I'm not for kicking guys out with schizophrenia. Half my staff has schizophrenia, and I don't even blink an eye. Uh, I think it's outrageous. Can you imagine if bands were like corporations? It'd be like, hey, what do you mean you're kicking me out? I'm a schizophrenic. Um, I'm suing you for damages. You can't do that. You're discriminating against the disabled, yes. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> it doesn't goes on all day. Come on, everybody. Come on, shine on you crazy job at WNBC. Can you imagine if WNBC played cool songs like this? That would be nice. Then we wouldn't have then we would have liked working there. Yeah, we wouldn't have been embarrassed to tell people where we were. <laughs> I was ashamed. No, I work at WPLJ. No, you don't. You work at WNBC. No, no, no. You have it all wrong. I'm on a cool FM station. I work for WNEW FM. Uh, 858, 2 to 9, 58 past 8. WNBC. What a talk up this would be. 61 degrees, drizzled with a chilly breeze. <laughs> Where the hell's the lyric? funny i don't know how i uh, missed it but like when i was in high school and college i wasn't a pink floyd guy i mean i i love the really? band I, yeah but i didn't like i got more into them when i became a dj huh. uh, I, was, I was already out of college but i wasn't super aware of them for some reason like i kind of missed that whole thing mm. same with sabbath i didn't really know sabbath that well until i got a little older Man, this is some talk up. All right, kill this. <laughs> How did Crazy. you never know this? 
for yeah. bathroom breaks. <laughs> I used to play a lot of, I used to play Pink Floyd. When I was a progressive DJ, you know, and doing my thing, I remember the one with the farm animals I played a lot. That was a really good album. The Pink Floyd album with the farm animals, sheep or something. And I played something. They, I wish I could needle drop like in the old days. I wish I had records here. I could because I could find the tracks I used to play. You know what uh, record I'm talking about, guys? The one with all the farm animals names. It's called Animals. Yeah, Animals. What What are some of the names of the songs? Pigs, Pigs on the Wing, Sheep. I th play Sheep. Just give me the intro because I'm trying to remember what I used to play. No. Give me something else. Give me the uh, other one that John just mentioned. I didn't play this. Mm, this is dogs. I don't think I played dogs. What's the other one? He said pigs, pigs on the way or something. Pigs on the pigs on. Pigs this on is the, the one I played. Coming at you, W R N W. <laughs> Coming at you. There was W R N W. Progressive rock from the woods. This is Sheep from Pink Floyd. By the way, your announcer will be taking a nice long shit during this. You want to know the truth? I'll tell you how phobic I am about shitting in public. I never once, I don't think, but all the years I was a progressive DJ working by myself, no Robin, no Fred, no Gary, no, you know, just being me in a room alone. I don't think I ever once took a shit. At and those radio stations. Most of the time, there was nobody in the station when you were there. Nope. We were yeah, but they were. You know this. This isn't the song I played. There was a, um, you know, like in those in those days, you worked in these little houses. So if you went to take right. a shit, it was like shitting in the bedroom, like literally, <laughs> like like right, in the you studio. You go into the master bedroom bath or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe pigs on the wing. That uh, oh. Is this Pigs on the Wing? No, play Pigs, pigs on, on the, the wing. wing Part 2. Okay. Maybe I played Part 1. <laughs> What's with the Part 1 and Part 2? Oh, I know. We tried Part days? 1. You didn't. You said you it wasn't that. I, I don't oh, remember what I played. It's pretty much the same Part 2. I think there's an 11-minute Pigs. Yeah, I might have played that. That's, that's Pigs, three different ones. Yeah, play, play that. Because this is another. Oh, there it is. This is the only pigs left. I might have played this because it was 11 minutes and 26 seconds long, if I remember correctly. One thing about music, I, I didn't care what I played. I just wanted long songs. All right. But you learned an awful lot about the music while you were doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had to because... All the people I work with were music experts, which was really annoying. Yeah, this might be the one I played. I told you, I worked at a radio station with some of the biggest music musicologists. Meg Griffin, this guy Joe from Chicago. Um, all of all, everyone prided themselves on their musical knowledge. And I was known as the guy, hey, put him on in the morning because he has commercial taste. Meaning, like, I played songs that you heard on the radio a lot. Well, this must have made you cool. This is the one I played. 
I thought I was cool, but no one else did. <laughs> and I was just like, ha ha, shara. What is he talking about? <laughs> this is a good song, though. You will heal, break, and then I live in complete fear because I'd play this because it was 11 minutes long. I go, what if it has a curse word and I get fired? <laughs> you were fucked. Yeah, you make a anymore. point because there were no radio mixes back then. No. You had to catch it yourself. Yeah. There was one song that always had fuck in it or something or shit, but one of the, I don't even remember what it was, and I'd always play it, and I'd go, I'm going to get fucked. Meanwhile, nobody was listening to the station. They must have had three listeners. <laughs> I told you, I played the same public affairs show every Sunday for over three years, and no one knew. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not joking. No one listened to this song. First of all, the station had no had no signal. You couldn't even hear it. It was like the biggest loser radio station. But <laughs> thank God for it because when someone was as shitty as me, they have they gave me a job just because I was reliable. I never would have been in radio without that station. I went to every radio every small town radio station in America looking for a job. There was only one that would hire me. Fucking WRNW. God bless you. Thank yes, you, they, a place to start, a place to learn. Yeah, oh, my God. Place to start is right. Paid $96 a week. I mean, can you imagine? You couldn't get less money. You know $96. what I mean? $96 a week. Let's, Seven days, that takes, six days a we week. Should, we should pause. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> the sales... Say? The sales team would get six dollars for a minute commercial if the, that was the high rate, you know, unless yeah. they they yeah. were usually bargained down because we would take anything. But I remember the sales department would look at us like you are the biggest loser. Like you are guys who work for ninety six dollars a week. You're losers. <laughs> like 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 it was humiliating to go into like and show up for work in a car that I couldn't afford. And my father had to help me with gas because at ninety six dollars <laughs> a week. I mean. You can't you couldn't buy even gas. cover the gas. So when you pulled up in your car, you, they they knew you were a complete poser. You were, <laughs> you know, basically living off your parents. I mean, what a loser. $96 a week. And, you know, there was no time for other jobs. I mean, you were there six days yeah, a you, week. You you worked all day too. You were yeah. you know, making commercials and all kinds of things after the show. And I'm so stupid. It was like anybody with half a brain would have gotten the hell out of there because <laughs> you know, what kind of future are you gonna have making ninety six dollars a week? Did you stay there for three years? Yeah. Uh, two or three years, yeah. Wow. That's how bad I was. And and even and when I got out of there, I still sucked. <laughs> like I had to go to Hartford. And I was really bad there. When I say $96, that's before taxes. I don't even think we got $96. They they, can you imagine this country? They took taxes out of $96. I, you, know, you used to say that all the time. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's less than $100. Yeah. I mean, I got allowance. That happens more than that. I could have gone on disability at that point. If I could have just proven that there was something wrong with me, which there was. 
I don't, I don't remember how much money they took out. And then there were days he'd go to the, he'd go to cash the check and the, you know, the, we were afraid the check wouldn't clear. That's how bad the yeah. radio station was. It was barely a radio station. Uh, but. I worked at a radio station where you were, you wanted to be the first person to get to the bank to cash yeah, your check. That was this station. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, so anyway, hey, let me play this fun game with you because you'll love it. You'll, you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. Um, it's time for, I think I have some music for this too. It's time for another round of everyone's favorite new game. What will religious shows pray for? Here we go. And this is the celebrity edition. That's right. Celebrity edition of what will religious shows pray for? When they pray, what will they say? Will they say yay? Praise the Lord. The premise is simple. We call different religious internet radio shows with ridiculous prayer requests. Try to guess if they prayed for our request or not. Robin Quivers, you'll be playing today. Too bad you can't play for someone in our audience. But we don't have any prizes. Right. I figured that we're so bad, we don't have anything to give away, which would make it worthwhile of a listener to hang on. I got a ton of shit in my archive that uh, they, I think the fans would like. It's only stuff I'm going to throw out. So, uh, Jason, is there anything I could give away for a prize? Like maybe some of the crap from Gary's office to clean that shit out of here? Maybe I want some. Uh, a friend of mine was wearing an H hat the other day. That I was a favor, it. a party favor from one of your birthday parties. I never had an H hat. <laughs> Actually, Robin, you'll be playing for a seat at Ronnie's wedding. Oh, which table do I get to sit at? How about this? One of Fred's chewed pens that he chews on during writing meeting. Uh, Jason, what do you have in my archive that maybe some lucky fan would want? We are currently uh, pulling up the list of some of the stuff we have uh, on the archive now. I know there are a lot of uh, fun books and uh, some memorabilia, and I am just waiting to get a list right now. Let me see if I can find someone on our... Kim from New Jersey, would you like some sh- some garbage that we were going to throw out that we can send over to your house? <laughs> Literally, what Howard it? Stern garbage. <laughs> yeah. Would you like some Howard Stern garbage, oh. Kim? Sure, but I'll play for free. I'll play for nothing. Uh, I don't need anything. All right, all right. fair enough. Sure. We all have right. Howard. I I was just handed a note. We have one hundred Miss America danglers. So when your book Miss America came out, we we said danglers that you could hang from the ceiling. We have one hundred of those available to give away. So are we going to give her all one hundred or? What do you think? I mean, let's get some stuff out of here. You want a hundred like, danglers? I like the package deal. One hundred danglers. What is the? What do you do with the dangler? You dangle it in your car? Yeah, I think they were. My guess is they were for the bookstore, so probably like hung over the section where they were displaying your book. But yeah, you can put really? them all over your house, your car. We're, by the way, we're the only show where we give stuff away and then the fans send it back to us because they don't want it. <laughs> you can throw it right in the garbage when you get it. Kim, do you want us to send you a hundred danglers? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, All right. So what else you got? No, She's, that's not. a no. That's. <laughs> I believe we still have the signed. Um, uh, How about picture? if I empty out the entire warehouse of junk we have and we send it right over to your <laughs> just house? Bring once... a truck to your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you sift through it. And whatever you want, you keep. Go ahead, Jason. What else you got? 
We have to sign picture picture of that squirrel from AGT uh, that was. Oh, uh, yeah. what is it? Now, I don't know if you want to give those away. I think it just what is like it two Howard, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I got, but I think it's just the squirt that the squirrel's name. Um, right. I don't think it says. So it. when I was on America's Got Talent, they had this squirrel actually who was for for real squirrel on water skis. <laughs> Uh, and I, afterwards, they gave me a signed <laughs> autograph from the squirrel that says, To Howard, do you want that? Sure, I'll take it. Oh, all yeah. right. Well, if do you, you don't really want it. Do you really think the squirrel it. signed it? I don't know. No, I, I don't want to be that, picky. Uh, <laughs> I, I just no, looked at it. it. It's signed in squirrel shit. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I just looked at it, Robin. <laughs> it is. It says it says Twiggy, but then right next to Twiggy, there is a paw print. So I, I would imagine it's <laughs> okay, paw original print. paw print. <laughs> Someone told me it's worth like a dollar or something. It used to be worth like 10 cents. So it's going up. And uh, Kim, if you don't want that, I can offer. Oh, they give her one other option and she can decide. <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> I mean, the squirrel thing is this, kind of fun to hang in your house. Crap, Jason. This is real crap. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm actually skipping. It's not like he's holding back. It's just, <laughs> just go ahead. Would you like a Mojo Nixon autograph poster? When we first came to SiriusXM, Mojo Nixon uh, signed an autograph poster for us. Uh, I hate to say this, but I think I'd rather have the squirrel. And I <laughs> apologies to Mojo Nixon. <laughs> Tim, what do you I'll want? You want? Squirrel. You, I'll take the squirrel. Take the squirrel. All right. So you're playing right. for a photograph of a squirrel that goes on water skis. And uh, it's signed to me, but it does have his paw print, okay? Okay. Right. okay. Now, Robin, you're going to be playing for Kim. Or we could even let Kim play for herself. We don't care. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't need to play. play for Kim. Or we both can play. Yeah, maybe I'll get you a hat. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have an H on it, but... <laughs> I'll buy you a hat or something. All right. Uh, for for Kim, since you're playing for such a valuable prize, just get one right and I'll give it to you, okay? All right. We'll see. All right. Here we go. All right. It's time for What Will Religious Shows Pray For? What Will Religious Shows Pray For? Motherfucker! <laughs> All right. Here, um, here we go. I'm going to play clip one. Listen to the setup very Carefully, especially you, Kim. Okay, I'm listening. God bless you this morning. How are you? Hi, yeah. What up, it's Davidson, and I'd like to know if you could like please pray that God shrink my penis <laughs> because it's like huge, and that's all women want from me. Um, uh, like I know big dicks are cool, but it's like kind of messing up my life. So, can you pray for that? All right. So you here's a religious wow. show where. Pete Davidson, who's known to have a big penis, called in and said, look, my name's Pete, and I want you to pray for me that uh, God will shrink my penis because it's too much. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think they'll pray for it, Kim? Yes. You say yes. You think a religious show. Okay. I think they're kind of dopey, so yes, I think they'll pray for him. All right. What do you think, Robin? (laughs) I I agree with Kim. You do? I think it's a female preacher, and she can sympathize. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see if you're right. Hopefully, Kim will be getting that squirrel photograph if she's right. <laughs> Dear God, uh, we pray, uh, Pete Davidson, that his problem Pete, is solved. Pete is really suffering with an oversized penile or penis organ. And he wants it to shrink 
because maybe it frightens off a lot of women. We ask that you answer his prayer request. Hallelujah. Yes, they will pray. All right, you are there you a winner, go. Kim. Kim, you're the reci- you're the recipient of a squirrel photograph. I'm so excited. You listen- thank you. And thank you for listening to the Howard Stern Show on Sirius XM, where dreams come true. All right, Kim. I was so happy to get through. I've never called, and I love you guys. You're the best. Love you too. Love you too. There you go. There she goes. I'm going to put her on hold. So she can receive her prize. That's right. <laughs> we don't want her to miss out. You know what? It's kind of cool to have that squirrel picture that says uh, to Howard with a squirrel. I mean, it could be a fun little item in the house. Little talking point. It's fun giving away uh, garbage. Um, hey, James, would you would you want some garbage for your home? I would love some garbage for my home, Howard. Can we please give you the hundred danglers, please? Uh, yeah, why not? I'll take them. Oh, good. He'll play for the danglers. <laughs> good. Right. We'll get rid of those. We've had those sitting around for like ever. <laughs> and you have to take all wait. 100 and no return policy, too. I'll take them. I'll take them. What you going to do with the danglers when you get them? <laughs> I don't know. I've been looking to re- uh, redecorate uh, a couple rooms in my, in my house. So, uh, you know, yep. You know, it's fun when you have people over. You say, hey, would you like to dangle one of these Howard Stern danglers in your car? It's like a, it's a piece of paper that hangs from your mirror. Something like that. <laughs> My wife's going to love it. Yeah, well, you'll I'm get all 100. I'm just thinking about one of those shows where they send somebody to to your house because the radio station didn't get you your prize. Can you imagine we don't get yeah. the danglers to him? And they call Better Call Bacaro or something like that. Hey, you know what? The danglers are a better prize than the... Um, the, the, my mom, I've told this story on the air before. She won uh, an, a can of oil from <laughs> STP on a WOR, they called her. And uh, it came to the house and it was smashed and open and there was oh. oil all over everything. So anyway, okay, here we go. Here's our next um, request on a religious radio show. So, uh, okay, Simon Cowell knocked up his best friend's wife. And he wants God to get rid of the baby. Listen to this carefully. Oh. All right. Here's Simon Cowell. Hello, this is Simon. Well, how are you doing tonight, okay. sir? Well, I'm wonderful, but unfortunately, I had sex with my best friend's wife, and she became pregnant. I can't be bothered with this rubbish, nor do I care to confront him. So could you please pray to God that the next time she's on her husband's yacht, she falls overboard, and it's bye-bye, baby. (laughs) Now, did the religious show pray for the death of the baby? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no. go to you. You say no. You want I'm those danglers? No. You better think this through carefully. You answered kind of quick. You're if you just, want those, you're just answering too quick. You've got yeah. to think. All right. You I say really no. want those danglers, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. why. All right. He says no. What do you think, Robin? Do you say no as well? I'm gonna say no too because most religions are opposed to abortion. Right. And so I think even in this, you know, just sticky situation, they're going to be for the baby. Praise the Lord. 
All right. Now we're going to find out the answer. Remember, you're playing for 100 danglers. You can use them to decorate your Christmas tree this year. So that's kind of exciting. You could have all 100 hanging from the tree. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Simon Cowell says, please let the mother of this baby fall overboard so she loses her unborn child. Please pray for me. No. Sorry. It, it, yeah, if you had sexual relations with... Um, because it's a life, we we can't really, you know, make that prayer request. But what we can do is suggest that try to raise that baby to the best that you can. God can take something bad and turn it good. Perhaps. He is, in fact, God, and he can make something good. So maybe it was my request. I thought it was brilliant. But let's try this. Pray that she spills a glass of wine in her kitchen. She slips on a hardwood floor and lands on her stomach. Bye-bye, baby. Uh, what you need to do is you need to try to learn from this situation. Even if you decide that the best thing to do is to put this child up for adoption, that's still a better alternative than the, the slipping on the floor scenario. It pains me to say this, but you're right. Slipping on a floor wouldn't work. Therefore, let's ask God that she goes to a polo match. A horse gets spooked during the event. He jumps in the stands and kicks her in the stomach. Very believable. And I'm sure God would agree with me. No. Go ahead and pray, please. No. Uh, in fact, um, no, we can't do that. And um, to even ask uh, such a thing is, is, is repugnant, brother. Wow, what a show. They, they wouldn't pray for that. Well, James... No. My God, yes. guess what? You won 100 danglers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Howard. I'm okay, so can't wait right to now. see what you do with them. I send us a picture, please. I right, will, I on. will. Hold on for that Thanks, prize. Love you, Howard. Love you. This is exciting, Rob. We haven't given away prizes in a long time. I was going to say, you should just, like, be screaming, you helped us get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking the garbage that I've been paying for for the last 30 years in a fucking warehouse for no reason. Like, why am I saving that? A <laughs> hundred dangler. Yeah. Uh, Minta from Texas. Okay. Minta Talabinta. Minta. What kind of name is Minta? Oh, hey. hey Are you there? Oh, yeah. my God. Kind of name, what kind of name is Minta? Well, uh, my mom and dad, they just saw it in a book like in the 70s. So nice. it's supposed to be Greek. And so it's supposed to mean mint garden in Greek. And my middle name is Garden. But it's filled with why. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. But anyways, I just, I was watching Private Parts again um, last night. And I wanted to tell Robin how beautiful she looked. Um, oh, I know you. everyone, I mean, you just are so gorgeous. And I don't know if you get enough of that from people. <laughs> well, she gets it from me all the time. <laughs> In our private conversation, I go, Robin, you are so gorgeous. Um, well, isn't that nice? Well, I don't think you you, you sound like a, a woman who doesn't want any of our garbage, or do you? Oh, no, I would love garbage. I actually, uh, your prize is you're going to hook up with Robin in a sexual encounter. <laughs> 
She'll go down on you. <laughs> okay. Oh, how nice. I Robin. don't know if I'm really oh, going to enjoy it. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's God. Oh, Robin, don't worry about that. She's I so boring. She, Robin's that. boring. She's into guys. But, um, oh, gosh. Well, let me, now, too, I'll tell you so. what. You want to play for something great? I got I, something sure. in my archive. Me going down on her wouldn't be great. And oh. you're not good at it. You're, you're a very selfish lover. I know. I mean, we can't talk about it on the air, but she's very selfish in bed. She just made me do all the work. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I got a pretty good prize here. I'm going to say this is a winner. Oh. Minta, do you know who Henry Hill is? I do not. Okay. Henry, if you ever see a movie called Goodfellas, Henry Hill was a mobster, and he used to come on our show. He was pretty messed up guy, you know. He, who knows, probably killed people. We don't know what, you know. We don't know, but he if you saw the movie, things. he had done yeah, some things. He did some bad things, but anyway, uh, when he wasn't doing bad things, he was quite hysterical on our show. <laughs> and uh, later in life, he uh, was in hiding. He was in the witness protection program, but then he said, "Fuck it," and. Anyway, I have a Henry Hill original piece of art. Robin, you might remember this. In 2008, he painted me, Robin, and Artie and himself with New York City as the background. Now, this is a conversation piece. <laughs> For sure. So you have your choice. You want the picture or you want Robin to go down on you? <laughs> and say the picture. the picture. Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. How, how nice is that? Now, this is a good prize. Now, you got to get the next one right. I'm giving you one shot. Okay. okay. Right. Let's play. What will religious shows pray for? What will religious shows pray for? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here we go. Okay. Playing for a big prize, an original piece of Henry Hill art. Please win, Minta, because I got to get rid of this stuff. I pay. I won't even hang that. I won't even tell you what I pay uh, for this storage facility. For and it's filled with this kind of junk. We saved everything. Um, Okay. Okay. So next, the next request. Oh, this is a good one. Um, Donald Trump calls a religious show. And he asked them to pray for him to have superhuman strength so he can break out of prison when he goes to jail. Hmm. Will the religious say, hey, we don't want you to break out of jail, or will they pray for him? They will pray for him. You say yes. Yes. Wow. Robin, what do you think? I agree with Minta. I think they'll pray for him. All right. Here's the uh, setup first. Here's the setup. Welcome. You're live with us today. Hello there. This is Donald. Can you pray to God, who, by the way, loves me very much. Pray to God that he makes me so strong that I can bend the metal bars of my prison cell and break out of jail. Because God knows I'm innocent and he knows about those evil liberal losers who are trying to take me down. So can you please pray that God gives me the strength to escape prison, please? All right, Minta, Robin, you're sticking with your answer? Yep, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. holding firm. 
for an original Henry Hill art piece. Let's hope they pray. Here we go. Absolutely, Donald. The Lord sent you to us on today. Father, we thank you for our brother Donald today. Father, let Donald break through this situation like never before. Father, let your perfect plan, your perfect will for Donald be served. Free your son, Donald, right now in Jesus' name. My arms are getting huge. My chubby little orange fingers are growing. This is a miracle. I have the strength to get the hell out of prison. Thank you. Glory to God. I thank God for that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Wow. wow. Minta. Yes. Can, you pic- can you picture that painting hanging on your wall where everyone walks I in and says, who painted that? And you go, Henry Hill, the famous mobster. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you. Wow. Boy, there's a lot of winners on today's show. All right, hold on. Okay. It's exciting. I'm getting rid of all my junk. Yeah, everybody won and some and are all going to get some piece of junk in the mail. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky enough to get on our show, you'll have junk coming to your house. <laughs> like, by the way, the postage is too much to pay for this stuff. I know. I, I can't believe we're going to waste more money sending it to people. <laughs> you know, Robin, people say, who wins this game? Me, because I'm getting rid of all this shit in my stupid storage unit that That's I never should have gotten. That's true. That's true. You're the real winner. I like that we saved Henry's painting. <laughs> Hi, Holly. I think you have some paintings from some non-famous people because you just saved everything. Everything, everything. We're like pack rats. Holly in Minnesota, how are you? Hi, Howard. I'm wonderful. How are you? Would you like to play? What will religious shows <laughs> pray for? Well, being non-religious, I can try. All right. Would you like a prize? Well, I can. I can take a prize. You sure you want to take this? Okay. Well, this is a, okay. This is a very valuable prize. Okay. Uh, ten years ago, almost well, nine years ago, we had a birthday bash, and uh, we have one of the banners. We hung a very large vinyl banner that was hung in the oh, lobby. No. Why did we save this shit? <laughs> why would it? What? What were we thinking? I mean, why am I paying for? Jason, do we throw out nothing around here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we marked all the stuff to throw out, and then I don't know. Then we didn't throw it out. But Howard, I'm going through you know everything right now. We have like 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 Roger Ebert once tweeted about you, and we printed that tweet, and now that is in the archive. So we have like, oh Holly, did you hear that? Yeah. I wow. can send you a a a a, a printout. <laughs> throw that the fuck out, will you, Jason? Crumple it up and throw it in the waste paper basket. What did Roger say about me anyway? I got to go look. It was very nice. I think it was a positive review of something, but um, uh, I have to go actually find the find it to read it. Um, but I also mentioned uh, to you we have thirty seven signed Sibian pieces, uh, but we can give out one at a time or or I'm not gonna get rid of those. (laughs) Throw those out. I'm not going to send that to someone. I mean, they're probably filthy with somebody's jizz. 
Bobby Badfinger's bobblehead doll. If anyone was looking to uh, up their bobblehead doll, All right, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a choice, Holly. You can have a Bobby Badfinger's bobblehead doll, or you could have a birthday bash banner, very large vinyl banner that was hung in the lobby of the Hammerstein Ballroom when I had the birthday bash nine years ago. The banner measures forty by four. Can you imagine wow. that hanging, <laughs> Holly? Over there in Minnesota. (laughs) I mean, in fact, you could hang it uh, outside of the house and have it come through the house and then have it go out the other side of the house. I, you choose. I don't care. You choose. Send whatever you want. Oh my God, this shit is so bad. Nobody even wants it. Um, She'll be looking at that Bobby Badfingers thing, going, "Who is this?" Yeah, yeah. I'll take the somebody. Bobby Bobby Badfingers is a guy who snaps his fingers to music. <laughs> a former AGT uh, contestant. That's right. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, if you win, I'd rather get rid of something big that's really taken up a lot of space. So I'm gonna send you the birthday bash banner. Okay. <laughs> I want the banner. Okay, good. All right. There's a woman who really wants that banner. You know, I read that when David Letterman left his show. He was smart. He retired. He threw the whole set out onto the street the very same day. He pays no money for storage. And uh, (laughs) all right, Holly, this he didn't check with the Smithsonian. He didn't do it. He threw it away right in the garbage. All right, Holly, this is called "What Will Religious Shows Pray For." having fun and we're getting rid of garbage do you mind sending us money for uh to mail it out to you holly the that could be uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we don't <laughs> all right here we go next i have okay this is a good one here you go i don't think it's anybody famous doing this our next request is to get rid of all the gay characters at disney world Who's doing this one, guys? Is it a celebrity or just a... Here's the setup. Let's listen. This is Pray to Remove All the Gay Disney Characters. You're on the air right now. Hello, this is Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. You are? Oh, I'm so humbled. Thank you so much for calling in. I don't even know how you knew about my program. So God works in mysterious ways, and I would just like you to pray for me that the Epcot ball remove itself and roll over all of the gay, homosexual characters at Disney World. Gay little Mickey Mouse and his little twink Goofy and Pluto. Can you pray for that? All right. Ron DeSantis wants the, the Epcot ball to roll over all the gay characters. And, uh, boy, you know, the religious this show is, is excited. One. I don't think they've ever gotten a phone call on that show. And the one caller woman, was the governor. Yeah, that woman says, I didn't even know you were aware of me. You know, it's like, wow, uh, how'd this happen? I'm so excited. Of course, you know. Well, was she seduced by the governor? Did she pray for a terrible thing like all the gay characters getting run over? Holly? I say she will pray for it. Wow. That's controversial. Robin, what do you I'm say? I'm torn about this one because it mm. is asking for, you know, accidental murder. 
Yeah, but it's but, gay. And you know, it's gays, right? Yeah, right. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to split this time and say Uh no. All right. Robin says no. Holly, you say yes. Holly? Yes. I'm I'm pulling for you because I need to get rid of that gigantic banner. (laughs) I want the banner. All right, here we go. Would they pray to remove all the gay characters at Disney World? Absolutely. Father, we stand in unity over the perversion of the enemy that has come in Disney. Father, you remove the wicked characters from Disney in the mighty name of Jesus. (laughs) Isn't that lovely? Wow. Wow. You won, Holly. And thank you for taking this. Uh, We'll be shipping you a gigantic uh, birthday bash banner measuring 40 by 4. And please let us know how that turns out for you. Take a picture of how you use it. And then we'll save the picture in this ridiculous storage (laughs) space of mine. Thank you, Holly. Can I say one thing? Yes. I want to thank you and Beth for all you do with uh, your cat rescue. And if anybody has extra money, please donate to Beth's Furry Friends. Also, I wear Bomba socks. I sleep on a mattress for a mattress. And please support Adam Frisch in Colorado. Thank you so much. All right. Hold on, Holly. All and right. Be looking forward to that big banner you're going to have. How nice. Yeah. It does cost a fortune to rescue animals, I'll tell you that. Don't I know? More than the storage on the... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for the nice words. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm well, glad you seem... won because you got rid of, of course. piece of junk. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't influence her. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> let's go to um, let's go to Jen in Pennsylvania. How are you, Jen? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I, I take it you want to play, and I don't have too many uh, left. But here we go. Um, I got a couple of uh, no, no. I got plenty of prizes now. Seems you guys really are into this stuff. I just love you. I listen to you every single day. Well, Jen, wait till you hear what you're playing with for. This is exciting. Awesome. Believe it or I'm not. I'm on my way to work now. I'm on my way to Amazon. Uh, oh. I, well, I love Amazon. I, I love getting stuff in the mail from them. Uh, please. Jen. Okay, I'll give you ahead. two. I'll give you a choice. You could okay. either have. A swatch of studio carpeting before we recarpeted it a few years ago. We actually saved oh. it. This oh, is an actual. This is actual carpeting from the studio. From our studio, you can't imagine what's in it. I, I can't that, imagine. Yeah, it probably. Why? You should have a hazmat suit. <laughs> Jason, why That's would we? Said. Why would we save a swatch of carpet? I mean, what? <laughs> what am I paying for? I'm paying for. <laughs> know that <laughs> like, like who is the person responsible for making that decision because i want them fired immediately a swatch is that for how big is the swatch it's just like a, it's like a square i don't know four by five okay. inches square all right carpet. and who knows i mean that might be a square that has sal's cock cheese or richard's uh beer fart from uh who knows but um might have a dna sample of beetlejuice or shit anything could be Look, on it or it could be anything <laughs> That's right. Or if you want that beautiful swatch, which is an excellent display piece, or an autographed page 
from Lenny Dykstra's book. It's just the page. It's ripped out of the book. We don't save the actual book. We ripped out Len. So you could, it's an autographed page from Lenny's book or the swatch of carpet. What do you want, Jen? You can't have both. Um, I'll go with the swatch of carpet. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Poor Lenny. All right, Lenny here we go. Lenny loses to a swatch. All right, again, uh, here's, here's the request. Uh, wow, this is weird. Women who t- will they pray for women who take Ozempic to get diarrhea, vomit, and get terrible headaches? Let's let's. Here's the request, so to help you make your decision. Absolutely. Oh, that's not it. Here it is. Awesome. We have another caller. Hello, how y'all doing? My name. Oh, it's Doctor Now making the request. I wish oh. I had known that. Okay, <laughs> Doctor Now is uh, wants to, uh, he wants to get rid of Ozempic because it'll put him out of business. Okay, here we go. Yeah, awesome. No. We have another caller. Hello, how y'all doing? My name's Dr. Now. I have a TV show, Help the People on Losing the Weight. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in, Dr. Yeah, thank you for calling. I'm honored to have you on. It's a privilege and a blessing. Okay, it'd be a pleasure to call you. What I need is for you to pray that the women stop taking Ozempic, that drug. Because they need to do the work. Like my book says, you need the 1,200-calorie diet. So I need you to pray that this Ozempic gives the lady a diarrhea that makes them shift, make them throw up, make them headache, because I want them to do the work. Can you pray for that? Well, here we go. Doctor now says to a religious show, would you pray for women to get sick so yes. Ozempic won't work? Now, Jen, what do you think? Are they going to pray for that? No, absolutely not. I don't believe so. Mm. All right. Well, Jen, so far they've prayed for everything. They Except have. I know, but for Practically someone to get sick, everything. I don't think. Except for uh, Simon Cowell, As- Robin. Well, the abortion, yeah, they didn't yeah, They yeah. didn't pray for that. Right. So you, what say, you what, say what, Jen? She says they will I'm gonna not say pray. no, because who would want to pray for someone to be sick? That doesn't sound nice. I'm going to say yes, they will, because now I'm figuring that all of these hosts are starstruck for the most part. <laughs> all right. So, Jen, you say no. Robin says yes. I'm Jen, believe me, I'm pulling for you. I want you to win the prize. <laughs> I want to get rid of this disgusting piece of carpet that's laying around in a warehouse for years. You'll have uh, to put that back in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah, I got to hold. I got to pay for that to take up room in my archive. That's some archive. But here we go. Let's hope for a no that they will not pray for women to get sick on Ozempic. Here we go. Yes, absolutely. I have seen the side effects listed. Dear Mother Mary, full of grace, uh, this is doctor working for the light. Let's um, hold hands together spiritually and send out the message that you change your diet. And says God, does they take those that big death, their head's going to explode or they get the massive diarrhea? Yes, one of the two. Well, I leave it to God to put that out as a warning and to everyone that's vulnerable to particular medication. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Wow. Wow. They pray Jen. for it. 
I was praying. Oh, I, I was praying for her to get that piece of carpet. Now I'm stuck with it. I'm going to give you one more chance. Oh, I'm gonna, that's uh, nice I got a bonus you. one. I got a bonus here. I'm going to say. Let's see here. I'm going to find something for you to win that fucking piece of carpet. I don't. I don't want it. I do not want it. Uh, okay, here. Here's one. Um. Joe Biden calls a religious show. And uh, Biden, oh, this is good. Biden wants to tax all the churches. Will they pray for Ooh. churches to be taxed? This is a good one. Here we go. Come on, Jen. I'm rooting for you. Will, the, will a religious show want churches to be taxed? I'll, hey, I'll help you. I'll play the setup. Let's see if you this helps you. Yeah. Amen, amen, and amen. This is Joe from Scranton. Oh, hi, Joe from Scranton. Now look, I'm proposing a bill that taxes churches so we can finally get our country out of national debt. Do you pray to God that he passes this bill for America? Hmm. <laughs> what do you think? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. 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 You say no. Robin? I say no as well. They uh, are not going to say they want to pay taxes to tell you these fairy tales. All right. Here you go. Yeah, why should they pay taxes? <laughs> Here we go. Well, I'm not going to get into a debate with you about that because it's something that God may not want. Amen. Come on, let's go, man. Let's go. Dear Heavenly Father, the church is yours, Father. And everything that happens in the church, Lord God, is to glorify you. Amen. No, 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 no. Here's the deal, Jack. Now, now you didn't ask God to pass the bill but, to tax the churches. So let's find out together if God can do it. All right, but right now, it's Bible study. Come on, man. Thank you. They would not do it. Guess what? I'm getting. Hey, Jen, get ready for some carpet. And this is legendary. You now own a swatch of carpet from our old studio. And there's so much history. Your friends will come over. You live in Pennsylvania. There's, you know, not a lot going on there. Your friends are going to walk in and see this piece of carpet. And um, look, have them wear a hazmat suit near it. Or whatever, Please lock put it up it under glass or, you know, some kind of a box so that people don't actually touch it. Yeah. In yeah, fact, it's don't even go into a frame. It's going to be framed. <laughs> you know what I would do? I honestly, until you frame it, don't even bring it in the house. It could have I mean, it could have any horrible. It could be horrible. I don't know. But, Jen, congratulations on winning a dirty, filthy piece of carpet from our studio, okay? Thanks so much, Howard. I love you. I love you, too. too. Have a good one. Thank you. That was funny. They did. It's Bible study time. That's called the Bible study dodge, what they did. I'm sorry. It's time for Bible study. Goodbye. (laughs) Oops. Um... Yeah, well, anyway, uh, there you go. I did want to finish some of this, um, some of the email and things that we get in texts. But uh, let me take a little break here. I'm going to wet my whistle, Robin. Ooh, what does that mean? It means I'm going to take a drink of water. Oh.
Um, but um, and then I'll read the rest of the fan mail and I'll I, I see there's a lot of people on the phone. I'll try and get to you, too. He walks alone. I don't know if you know that. I walk alone. Yeah, man. I'd walk alone, but I'm afraid to. I usually have like five guys with me. I don't. I'm writing a song. I don't walk alone. I was listening to somebody tell a story the other day about going out on a date with a billionaire and his five bodyguards. Yeah. <laughs> was that That's you? a good move. No, that's a good move. If you're kind of like a not happening dude, but you got a lot of money, just hire a bunch of bodyguards and some chick will go to bed with you because she'll think, wow. I know there was controversy with this. I love this song. I love Green Day. But Noel Gallagher was claiming that he felt it was a ripoff of Wonderwall. But I don't hear it. I do not. I got to defend Green Day. Well, it probably Day. has some same notes. <laughs> I mean. Which all songs do. If I heard it, I'd say it. But, but that part right there could be, you know, I don't know how much of it uh, is like Wonderwall, but. Obviously, this is not a ripoff of Oasis. I don't think so, but Noel is pretty convinced. What's the? Let me hit Wonderwall. Let me see. Here, I got it. Oh, come on, come on, Don. no! It's where he goes, Wonderwall. All right. You're my Wonderwall. <laughs> You're out of your mind. <laughs> you know how much I know about music. Yeah. Well, he said they should have the decency to wait until I'm dead. I at least pay the people I steal for. I, I at least pay the people I steal for. But I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I you know, <laughs> you'd have to know more about music. It all depends on the notes and you know the mm. way they're put together. I don't know. There but you there's go. a very little bit that. I say, I walk wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, listen, you're the one with the musical career, not me. Wow. Um, the song that I'm obsessed with is, I love, I, you know, there's certain clips on YouTube I watch over and over again. The one I was watching this weekend over and over and over again, obsessively, it's the best. I think it's the Kennedy Center Honors. Is it the Kennedy Center Honors? Yeah, it is. And it's, Steven Tyler comes out. It's a, it's a, they're honoring Paul McCartney. And Steven does the Abbey Road medley. And I love it. He's doing it in front of Paul. And Steven is so fucking good. He's such a phenomenal front man. He doesn't get enough credit, I think. But anyway, he comes out and I would think it's really hard to sing that medley from Abbey Road. But yeah. he does such a beautiful job. And McCartney is so turned on by it. You can see it on his face. He's, he's singing along. And it's just, let great. me, let me see if I can get this right. Is he quelling? He's quelling, <laughs> not quetching. He's quelling. Uh, yeah. It was so, it was so well done. I've never been prouder to be standing right here on the corner of Pennsylvania Avenue and Abbey Road. Do it. 
Like, how's he going to do this? It's, she came in through the bathroom window, golden slumbers, carry that weight, and then he breaks into the end. Once there was a way. I'll sing with Stephen and help, help this out. Excuse me, I'm trying to hear Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame on you. I'm supposed to be your man. You want to hear me. Anyway, it, it was great. I, I love it. Way to get back home. It's a great. <laughs> and I will sing a lullaby. <laughs> but he does a beautiful job. You got to watch the clip. Yeah. It's really good. It's a great How visual. How do you find all these things? Uh, what do you, you know do? What? I'm on YouTube all the time, and you just kind of go on, and they offer you clips. And I guess because I always watch music clips, they yeah. they know that the the intelligence of the thing knows that, and it. It just keeps offering to. It's finding I, these wonderful, you know, odd yeah. things for you, though. Yeah, oh, it's endless too. It's just endless. It's fucking beautiful. Anyway, um, let me go to Maria. Maria, I just met a girl named Maria, and suddenly, Maria. <laughs> My parents used to play Broadway show tunes all the time. Maria, that's one it's of all. the better ones, though. That had, that music was beautiful. Uh, West Side Story, and it almost sounds like praying. Say it loud, and it. Yeah, Maria. That? Who wrote it? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Smith? <laughs> no, um, Rogers and Hammerstein. No, Leonard uh, Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein. Stein. Yeah. I couldn't tell whether he went Stein or Stein. It was Stein. But there was controversy because, you know, your buddy, your running mate, uh, Bradley Cooper, is yeah. playing Leonard Bernstein in a uh, biopic. Yeah. Bernstein. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Hey, Maria, what, what's on your mind? Me, Howard? Yes, Maria, in Rhode Island. Oh, my Bye. God. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm sorry. It's we don't have any more prizes. Little... You're screaming like that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Robin. I love you. What can I, I do for you, Maria? Because I'm running out of time. I know. Okay. I had a, I have a dilemma, I guess. My husband <clears throat> had an affair with one of my friends. Nice. Yeah, nice. isn't it wonderful? <laughs> it's a sarcastic um, nice, Robin. Yeah. Oh, and what, what, what? the only, like, I had a suspicion that he was, like, something was off, you know what I mean? And then, months later, I got a phone call from her husband confirming mm. that he busted them you know what i mean Ooh. 
it was a little when scary. you when a woman says uh, clear this up for me you go i had a suspicion is it based on the fact that he wasn't fucking you anymore or he was just being cold is that what you mean by you had a uh, suspicion yeah both mm-hmm. yeah for sure um, what was the phone call like when the husband calls? Was he like yelling and screaming about it or was he calm? He was super calm. The messed up thing was, well, it's serious. The fucked up thing was, is that he knew about it months before mm. and never said anything about it. You know what I mean? Wow. Why? I don't know. So then I got in an argue, argument with him. <laughs> I was like, well, why didn't you say something? And um, so did you, what know. did you do with that information? Did you go right to your husband and go, what the fuck are you doing? Or do you, what do you do? He, he was literally sitting right there. Mm. Oh. You mean so you got the phone call, like the phone rings and like you guys are. Headlights. In other words, the phone rings. The, the the husband says to you, hey, you, you got to hear this. My wife is having an affair with your husband. Oh, yeah. And, and your husband's sitting right there. Sitting right there. Three kids in the living room. And I was wow. like, yeah, Robin, come on. <laughs> I How old like, a guy is this guy? How old are you guys? Uh, we are both 46. Mm. But this happened last year. So what did You're he say still to you? There? Uh, Robin, it's hard. I have three kids and I'm finding it hard to displace them. You know what I mean? Ugh. This is why How I long? need advice. <laughs> I, I'll give you advice. Don't worry about it. I'm full of advice. I don't know what I'm doing, I but I'm full that's of advice. Why, <laughs> that's why I love you. <laughs> Maria, a couple of things. So, uh, like how long was he banging her and what did he say to you when you confronted him he was banging her for almost a year Mm. oh boy oh yeah we went to like uh lunches and kids birthday parties and all sorts of stuff you know what the worst is maria you're sitting there going you're you sitting know? there going, you're sitting there going, oh man, all the times we went to those birthday parties and those two had their inside little joke and they're looking at each right. other. And, uh, yeah. 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 That's fucked up. And the kids you say were friends with each other and everything, right? Well, that's how they, <clears throat> that's how we originally met them because our kids were friends. And was she was the like, kind oh, of friend, <laughs> Maria, you know, stay with me for, or whatever. Hmm. Maria. Was she the kind yeah. of friend where you were like, she's kind of hot. I probably shouldn't be hanging around with her because she's, you know what I mean? Did you no, have any of those feelings? Not no. really. Is she hot? She was not really, not to me. I mean, she's kind of like mousy and I don't know. I would consider her hot. No. Are you hotter than her? I definitely think I'm hotter than her. Yeah, sometimes it's just about the change. You know what I mean? It's you know sometimes it's yeah, like different. Yeah. different. Robin, yeah. that's Robin. That's what he said. He was like it was something new. Yeah. yeah. But how do I and think what, that? And what about now? Are you banging your husband, or are you guys in separate bedrooms? And do the kids know? Well, this is the other fucked up part. Is that before I found out about it, 
when the husband, the other husband was still keeping it from me, you know, my husband all of a sudden was into me again. So yeah, we started having sex and all this stuff. Hmm. That's weird. In other words, when he started banging the other woman, all of a sudden he became super sexual. Uh, no. After they got caught by the husband. Oh. Then, oh. So hey, I didn't you. know. I didn't know for months after that. You know what I'm saying? So my oh, husband I see. came back oh. to me like, oh, oh. yeah, let's. Let's oh, I see. He again. got caught. Your yeah. husband got caught by the other. But what? I wonder what went down when the husband caught you guys. You know, those two together. Oh shit! So he started fucking you, hoping uh, he could salvage his marriage. Oh, yeah, Ooh. crazy. What do I do? Well, well what? Well, what before, do do? what about now? Why are you still? Are you banging your husband, or are you uh, putting up the uh, no oh, sex thing? I have thing? the hard wall up. Mm-hmm. How long have you had the hard wall up? Uh, for months now. You know what you I know, think? I, I told him to go to therapy, and he did it for like three months. And then he was like, she says there's nothing wrong with me. Like, he's a total narcissist and all this stuff, you know? You know what you need? You need a piece of carpet from our old studio. <laughs> and oh that's God. right. That- <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted the squirrel or the Henry Hill painting. No, those are gone. I know. What about the idea of you getting back at him, even though this makes no sense, getting back at him and fucking... Yeah, like fuck that husband. uh, uh, Ew, no, no, the husband is gross. Mm. Well, fuck me then. I mean, if Beth will give you a pass, that'll get him. No, I, I don't think... want to fuck anybody. I'm so over men at this point, you know? Right, right. Oh, well, sorry. you're in a big dilemma. I, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody who says to you, oh, just leave, that ain't, that, not everyone can just leave. You got three kids. Well, that's it. Got, that's, my, that's my problem. You probably, you know, I don't know what your income is, but it's tough when you divorce and you got to split residences and, you know, right. it's a you whole got two households right. to keep up instead of just one. There's a couple exactly. of things you could do. You could say to them, listen, I don't know that I'll ever forgive you. But financially and for the sake of the kids, just live here, but just stay out of my face. That's one option. That's an option. And like the kids won't notice. Kids will notice. Oh, but The you know, kids all know. Oh, they are they know giving it to everything now? Are they oh, giving they it to know your husband? Everything. You know, listen, we don't have we don't live in a giant house, so they can overhear whatever they want, kind of thing, you know. Uh oh, your husband's on the phone. Let me let me just grab this real quick. <laughs> oh, Hold no. on, Maria. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> Hello, sir. Why the fuck oh, are you doing a fucking fucking time? Oh, Howard. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Maria, I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily your husband. That's what I picture in my mind every day when he leaves Uh, for work, you know? Are you cordial to each other, like normal conversation, or is it all tense all the time? Uh, It depends, you know? Sometimes he's acting like a... 
total dick, you know, and sometimes mm. he's super nice. So I don't know which one I'm going to get. How about this? If you sort of end the marriage but stay together, like, look, we have this situation. We have three kids. We want them to be raised happy and healthy. And right. we don't want to, you know, bankrupt each other. So let's just live here. No. But I'll date. I don't like you it. Date you. Oh, no, you don't like I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'll tell you why. What that kind gives of him every, do I that, have that? Yeah. She has no life and he gets everything he wants. Here's what I say. Here's what well, I she say. she could have a life. What are you talking about? Mm, He's going to babysit like... for her when she wants to go out. I, I think I'm reading the situation. Maria, the here's what I'm reading. Yes, I'm listening. You want to give this a shot. Not that you can even see a way out of this, but you kind of still love this guy on some level. I do love him. That's the problem. Uh, so let me let me finish. Oh, I know, Robin. I know. Ugh. Here's what you do. As he said to you, listen, honey, I am so sorry. I made a, the biggest mistake of my life. I love you. I love the kids. I want to work this out. I'll do anything I have to do. Has he said that to you? He has. Okay. But I don't trust him. I understand. Right. Got it. Ever. You you march this fucking guy. You got, I don't know who's in Rhode Island. That's a real competent marriage therapist. But if you can find a good one, you tell him you're willing to do therapy, you're going to march in with me. You're going to tell me everything you've been up to. You're going to be totally transparent. You're not going to treat me like I'm a stranger. You're not going to treat me like I'm the enemy. You're going to treat me like I'm going to tell my wife everything. I want to know everything you've been up to. And I want you to demonstrate to me how you're going to fucking fix this. Otherwise, I'm giving you the boot. Well, Howard, I've done that. I've asked him to, you know, just tell what me you the say? whole... Did you go I, to marriage therapy with him? We went to a therapist. It wasn't a marriage therapist, but we went to a therapist. My therapist said, can know. define therapist. Is it some yenta who hung a shingle on her door, or is it somebody who actually Pretty knows much. what they're doing? Pretty much. Yeah, of course, you know. of course. Because those are the, and, those are, um, there's a million but of I've those. Asked him per I've asked him personally, just tell me what happened, and then maybe I can work through what he say? the feelings and whatever. He's like, I had an affair, and that's, that's, that's no. it. And I'm no, like, no. I want to know how it started. I want to know when, how. How many times, where you were going, blah, blah, yep. blah, you know, I want the details. He ain't going to be able to understand it. He's not even going to be able to do that unless you got a really good therapist. And uh, you know what? That's the only answer I know of. As far as I know, if you want to save your marriage, there is a way out. If he's willing to work on it. And you well, you don't know that, Howard, because I've heard of people in this situation and then they get all the details and they can never get them out of their mind. That's right. But she'll never know until she gets until she gets the what she needs. She, yeah. 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 And you still might leave the dude, but make him work but for it. Make make him change. Well, that's, well, that's what I'm trying to do. I, I keep saying that's my hey, advice. You know, you have to like. We have to spend time together. We have to start dating again. All that. Who's knocking on the door? Oh, no. Hold on a second. Hold on. 
Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, it's Bigfoot. What is it, Bigfoot? What? It's Bigfoot. Marky Shaw Jr. It is. I'll come by. I'll fuck you. I got oh nine and a half God. inches. I'll even <laughs> fuck your husband. I'll make you feel better. I will. Oh, Bigfoot, no. Thank you. Yep. That's a very I'll lovely fuck the, I'll offer. I'll fuck the no other thing. lady. I'll fuck the whole neighborhood. I don't get yeah, you, shit. You fuck your mailman, right? You even oh, fuck your mailman. Oh my you got God. a mailman, I'll be fucking your mailman. I don't care. I'll fuck your car. Oh, you have a toaster, I'll fuck your toaster. I will. I don't care. I'll fuck it all. All right. Fuck, thank you, Bigfoot. I'll fuck you. Yeah. Listen, Maria, you're in bad uh, situation. I, uh, I don't. I, I don't know what to tell you other than I'm He's telling you. He's not talking you, about leaving. He he wants to stay married. He wants to stay married. Okay. You can't I, stay I, like that's this. Another thing, Robin. Like I can't understand why he wants to stay married. If he would go and do something like that, you know what I mean. Who's at the door now? Robin, help me. <laughs> Donald Trump, the ex-president oh, of the United States. Oh, no. No, no, Hello, no. Hello, everybody. Hi, listen, hi. What's, listen. what's your advice? Well, listen, sometimes cheating happens. You know, you meet a porn star, yada, yada, yada. But I want to <laughs> say to Howard, this is great. Less woke, more fuck talk. This is exactly what I'm talking about. All right. right. I think okay. this is great that you're Donald turning Trump everything around. No, no, listen, listen, listen. Fixing marriages is woke. That's what's wrong with the country. Move on. Move on. Um, All right. There you go. <laughs> if God wanted us to fuck one woman forever, he wouldn't have made the... Oh. What? And my husband's a Trumpy, by the way. Wait, let me open the door for a second. Let and me open I am on the complete <laughs> other side, Robin. Wait, I missed the uh, punchline there. What was the yeah. punchline? Well, when I, well, you shut the door in my face. I said, right. if God wanted us to fuck the same woman forever, he wouldn't make them age. So you, get, you have to stop aging, sweetie. Oh, Whatever goodness. you have to do, stop uh, aging. All right? right but the right. mere fact I'll that your husband is a Trumper, he's a great guy, he's a fantastic guy, and he's obviously uh, very, very smart. So let him fuck around like all my wives have. All right. Thank <laughs> you, Donald. He knows do. what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Believe me, he's very, very smart in this case. All right. Oh, thank you. Thank you, You're not helping. You're rubbing salt. And He's right, in the wound, Howard. Well, right in the wound. Not well. Hold on a second. Oh, my God. It's Mark the Bagger. What's doing? Yes. Yes. You want my third? I'll fuck you. You got a pussy? Oh, my God. The Bagger. Pussy's awesome. Pussy's the greatest. Will you watch me jerk <laughs> off on my carpet and watch Nikki Glazer with me? Of course. Oh, Nikki Glazer. Oh, well, on, if you're going to think about Nikki Glazer, forget it. Do you look like Nikki? Yes, Maria, do you, Nikki. Do you look yes. like Nikki, Maria? I don't look like Nikki, but, you no. know. Yes? No. 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 Yes. No. No. Nikki Glazer. I love you on your messing. I love you on your special so much. I'm going to come out. <laughs> oh my god Ooh, let's my. see there are people who have advice for you denise oh, go really? ahead quickly in arizona denise hey howard love you guys robin love you hey girl listen i just want to tell you he is never going to change you taught him this time he's done it before he's going to do it oh again. he's definitely done it before i know ah. that oh, oh you do how do you oh, know that oh 
he cheated. He's cheated on every. He's never been married before, but he's definitely cheated on pretty much every single person he's been with. Mm. So. Well, that isn't a good that sign. Worry, that's I'm, something I'm that doesn't change. He's a cheater. Well, let's Let just say you. I think I think. Go ahead, Denise. Listen, I'm sorry, Howard, I would never interrupt you, but I just want to encourage you to take care of yourself and just listen, listen to the replay later this afternoon on everything you're saying. And what would you say to your best friend if you were her? Oh, oh I know. I know. I know the uh, what I should do for me, but, you know. Then the kids come into it and all this right. stuff, and it's just like, it's a big, like, snowball that I can't get out of, I guess. I, don't I know. hear you. King of all blacks, you're on. Go ahead. What advice uh -oh. do you have for Maria? Not the king. It's just, it's, it's just plain and simple. He loves you, and he's just, you know, he's just fucking around. He's proved that he loves you by wanting to stay with you. Now you but, why, but then why would you fuck around? Because it's just it's something that he personally does. Some men don't cheat. Like Howard, he loves his wife, but he don't cheat. But there's some men that cheat but love their wife. It's, it's, not, it's not complicated. I got to tell you, King. How does that equal that he loves me? You know what I mean? What? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. If a man is cheating with five women and he's married, right? That yeah. is not as bad as, as if he's it's not as bad as if he's cheating with one woman because that's competition. Five women means oh man, I'm just fucking them. I don't care about them. Jay Z said I was just fucking them girls. I was gonna get right back. He said that now, in one of his lyrics. That means so, that King. Is, so, King. Insane. So, no King. Way. Are you okay with your wife cheating on you? Right. No. If the shoe was no. on the other foot, no. how, would you, how would you feel about it? Right. No. No. Listen. This is, I, I can see you talk too much, but listen. My <laughs> if my wife. Ever, if, if your wife cheats on you, you're okay with it then. You don't care. That's just who she is. She's just no. fucking around. No. no. Then am I, I talking too much? No, you're no. not. He's he's off his rocker. What he's saying is wrong. What the hell? We Let need me to tell change you his name to King of All Bad Advice. If you yeah, love a I woman, so. if you love a woman, you you can't do it to her. Because, because you know. Exactly. That's how you, I feel. Is someone new in your bed all exciting and yeah, yeah, yeah. But real love, you don't do that to your, your pal. You don't, you don't say, man, you, you know, I'm going to, you, you gotta, you gotta stay in the game. Now, I still think if Maria, because she's got kids and everything, wants to stay with her man, um, they could perhaps do counseling. I'm not saying it'll work. Depends on the counselor, depends on the couple, depends on him. And how sincere he is about getting his life together. It's a long shot, but sometimes it's uh, worth it. Hi, Pederic is on the phone. He has advice from Maria. Not you know, they've I've cheated oh. a million times, Howard. Well, he's a cheater. All right. Hi, Pitch. What do you he's a cheater. Hi, Go Eric. ahead. Maria, I'm not a cheater. I don't have a girlfriend. But if you want to date me, I'm available. I will never You're available? You live in New York? Is that correct? Yes, I do. Okay. 
Oh, he well, can travel. In New York City or in <laughs> the Bronx or where? And drive all the yeah. way to you. The only <laughs> thing, uh, the only thing, Eric, the only thing, Maria, the only thing Eric cheats on is his diet. Other than that, he's uh, totally loyal. <laughs> I will never leave you in the wrong direction. Right. You'll never lead me in the wrong direction. Okay. Well, that's what I got to tell you, your your husband will freak out if you start fucking high pitch, Eric. I mean, uh, <laughs> high pitch and Mark the Bagger and who else? That's right. Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> actually, the real like everybody. Yeah, uh, this is exciting. Yeah. The real Bigfoot's on the phone. Everyone. Go ahead. Really? Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot. You there? Yes, I'm right here. What advice Hi. do you have? What advice I have is you go out with some other different guy besides him. That would be in other words. In other words, revenge sex. Well, I've thought about it. Believe me, I've thought about it, but it's not me. That's not my. Go out with somebody different besides him. Fucking drop him like a hot potato. Drop him like a hot potato. That's a good idea. Bigfoot, hold on. Uh, I'm confused. This, uh, this is weird. You're you're on you're on the phone, but Bigfoot is at the door. You say you're Bigfoot, sir. This is the yes, real I'm Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yes, I am. No, this is Marquis God <laughs> Junior, the real Bigfoot. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm from Vermont. Vermont? What, what are you? What, uh, the other Bigfoot. Who are you? I'm Marky Shaw Jr. No, this Marky Shaw Jr. The real no, Bigfoot. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. All right, you from Vermont. Where are you from? Right now, it is. I'll hang up. I'll hang up too if you play fucking game with me. Did I call this lady? But I'm gonna fuck her. I got nine and a half inch cock. How big cock you have? You be Mark Shaw too. Well, I'm Mark Todd Jr., the first junior. <laughs> All right, I'll figure I'll out who Todd Jr. I'll know who the real Bigfoot is. Okay, Bigfoot on the phone. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a, when I get yeah. down off the phone. What? But yeah, you go around, go around. Uh, I think there. Bigfoot is one. Yeah, Bigfoot is hanging up. <laughs> Hope not. Yeah, it's too oh good. My goodness. All right. All right, both Bigfoots. Thank you. But to prove who's a real no. Bigfoot. Bigfoot on the phone. Did you ever fuck your mailman? Yes, I did. Okay. Bigfoot at the door. Did you ever fuck your yeah. mailman? Yes, I did. I did. What kind of a mailman are you? I fucked him up his ass. He's the truth. Hmm. And he's She's getting to the UPS guy. Girlfriend. Yeah. Elodie. Who's your girlfriend? My girlfriend's Elodie. Melody? Hmm. El Melody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bigfoot on the phone. How many times did you have scabies? Quite a few fucking times. All right. Quite a few times. Bigfoot. Fucking dirty women it is. (laughs) Bigfoot at the door. How many times have you had scabies? All all the time. I got scabies right now. I just scabies. I got crabs. I even have fires up my ass. (laughs) Quite a a few times. Quite a few times. Okay. I know how we can tell. I know how we can tell. Bigfoot on the phone. How many times did you give your trans girlfriend an ass-gasm? 
Did what? I don't understand what you mean. When you were dating, if you're the real Bigfoot, when you were dating a trans woman, you fucked her yeah. in the ass and gave her an yes, orgasm in her. You did it? Yes, you did. I did. Hmm. Hmm. Bigfoot at the door. She did you give it? She loved it. Yeah. She loved it all. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. You're the real you Bigfoot. No. no all right. I gave. Because I'm not down there yet. I all right. gave my girlfriend you hear what an armpit gas and I fucked her in her I armpit. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. The other Bigfoot's <laughs> Go ahead, Bigfoot. What did you say? I said I got to go down and get my meds. Oh, Wait, how, by go. the way, Bigfoot, how you doing now? Can you call what? back in a few minutes. Yeah, well, how, how you doing with your gastritis? Are you doing good? Do what? You had gastritis. <laughs> you know who? Yes, I had gastritis. Yes, I do. Yeah, how you feeling? Okay. Not really. I'm not feeling that high. How's your COVID? Have you ever I've had that? The COVID? since I've been here it is, and fucking it's fucking bullshit. I had to talk to uh, DCF yesterday. It is, and while the girl was harassing me. Wait a second. Oh I got to talk to this I guy. Don't know wait, what's wait. Going what's on going here? on? Oh, let me close the door on the fake Bigfoot. Uh, this one's the real. There you go. I gotta go get my meds. Yeah, it's medication right. time. He's got to go. But, but what did you say about a girl? I got to go get my meds. No, I know that, but you were saying something about a girl. Yeah, a girl has been harassing me since I've been here. In other words, I for sex? DCF in the whole nine yards. There's a girl right? trying to have sex? There's a girl trying to have sex with you? No, I don't want sex from her. Ah. Well, you made me forget about the caller whose husband cheated on her. I'll tell you that. Coward, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. Oh. We got a real, we got a real situation on the phone. A real problem. Maybe we can solve this one. Go get my meds. <laughs> What's He's he talking at a about? Facility, and they have to line up for their meds. No, no, I'm listening, Bigfoot. Wolfie, what's going on here with Bigfoot? Though, quick. Bigfoot calls me daily that he's being harassed by the other people. I got to go take my meds. I mean, I got shit to do. (laughs) You're in a facility? He's in a group home. Do what? Oh, you're in a group home? Are you in a group home? Are you in a group home? Yes, I'm in a group home. Yes, I am. And and are the people nice to you? Are the people nice I to you? Oh, a hole in the fucking house I did. Why did you put a hole in the house? Because they were fucking having a sex swing in the fucking hallway where I was living. They put a sex swing in the hallway where you were living. <laughs> was living. Not anymore. Jeez. I don't live there. All right. Howard, that well, sex, sex ring. Really He's talking about his old place where there was a sex ring. Oh, a sex ring. Go ahead, Bigfoot. Go go do your stuff. I, I you know, what can I tell you? Thank you for the Maybe advice. We'll I, talk to you later this week and get <laughs> yeah. uh, to the bottom. All right, you do that. All right, good uh, talking you to you, Bigfoot. That. You take care. All right, that's Bigfoot. Uh, you take care too. You take, take care, care too. Your cheating husband. 
Right. Oh, oh he's talking to our phone friend. Yes. Yes. He, yes. Thank you. Hey, Maria, I got to go. I'm tired. Uh, right, you know, but no, I, I, hear it. I gave you my advice. I got to go take my meds. Sign off time. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, yeah. I love you. Howard, I love you. And Fred, I named my cat after you. His name is Hi, wow. my Fred. All right. Hi, my friend. All right. Thank you, Maria. We love you. And hang in there. I hope it works out for you and your husband. You heard my... Oh, thanks for taking my call. Yes, but take care of you first. Because these guys... These guys stay around. And then when they're broken down, they're with you forever. Anybody care what Ralph has to say? You want to say something, Ralph? What do you know? You never even... Quickly, a a couple points. This was not a momentary lapse in judgment. Like Robin says, he's a cheater. And the worst thing you can do is stay together for the kids. Anybody will tell you that. I mean, you You think so? Sure, it's not a one-time mistake. You you said it yourself. And how many kids do you have? And how old are they? Three. Uh, 18, 15, and 9. Oh, they'll Mm. be fine. They'll be better (laughs) off without him around. You want that that influence? No. I don't, but, you Ask know, anybody. I also, uh, I know. Par- well, Ralph is a parenting expert. I will give him I that. Know. <laughs> well, well yeah. he's, he's been parented. We know that. <laughs> tell tell uh, me I'm wrong about any of that, Howard. You don't stay together for the kids. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right, right. now. I love because you, Because I'm not, not going to be cavalier about Maria's situation. What either. people are not thinking about, you know, Ralph's a single guy. He lives on his own and well, that's he hasn't been in this situation with kids. I'm not right. saying the husband did a good thing. I'm not saying the husband is in a serial cheater. And, if you know, in my mind, in my situation, I would leave. But Maria is not giving you the picture of her whole life. You don't know about her life. You don't know about her financial situation. You don't know what condition the kids are in. And you don't know if the husband (laughs) has some redeemable qualities that you're in love with. Yeah, in a perfect world. He has no redeemable qualities. He's he's a creep. All right. Well, you know what? I can't disagree with you. He's probably going to do it again, but I don't know for sure. And I don't want to give her cavalier advice. You know what I mean? Do you have any sort of support system any friends who back you up you can go to and whatnot well, that's that's the thing i moved here from new york up to rhode island to to be with him oh uh, see that's and what they do so those creeps they, whole, they separate you whole, from your friends it. and everything yep yep get out of there Ralph, quickly i'm telling you i'm telling all you. right well, ralphie making some go? sense that's the problem that Maria has right now. She's got to come up with a plan. She has nowhere to go. If right. there is a situation, Maria, you could probably uh, get him booted out of there and see if, uh, you know, I, I don't know what kind of money he's got, but uh, maybe he, you could stay in the house. Oh, There's a lot of working class people. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. Yeah, I know. Money's tight. Like, oh, then you shouldn't yeah. have three kids. I mean, oh, you know, that's part of the Ralph. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, Ralph, so he doesn't. She wasn't banking he, on him being he, a cheater. That's he exactly always right, goes a little know. too far. That Ralph, right? What mm, the hell? Yeah. 
right. have Maria, good luck to my husband. All right, I love you. Guys. Do we have a Do so we have much. a prize for Maria, guys? Give me. Uh, <laughs> do we have some junk for Maria? Can I play a game for some? No, you don't need a game. You're already in a game. Right, I, give give me her some something. junk from my archive, please. <laughs> just send we her some junk. Good. What do you What do you got, Jason? We, we still have Lenny. Oh, yeah, we have the Lenny Dykstra autograph page, not the whole book. It is a page that's ripped out of the um, okay. the book. We have Howard's uh, website won a Webby Award one time. So we have the actual Webby Award wow. uh, available, ready to go. Okay. That's uh, about it. Refer now, Maria. <laughs> that's the good stuff. All right, I'll take the Webby Award. <laughs> All right, Maria, you will there be you receiving... A Webby that Award that awesome. has been that's been sitting in a warehouse for years. Um, it's uh, it's oh, got I'm the consistency. Happy to help you get rid of some shit. Thanks, Maria. We'll send that to you. And no returns. You got to keep it. It Fine. has the consistency of a moldy bathroom tile. You'll love it. All right, here you go. <laughs> love Thank you. you. Love you. Lovely Bye. boy. Well, that's it. You know, love doesn't always work out. Let me just tell you, all this week on Howard 101, we're paying tribute to some of our celebrity friends who are no longer with us. We're calling it gone but not forgotten. You're going to hear my interviews with Norm MacDonald, Joan Rivers, Gilbert Godfrey, Barbara Walters, Wack Packer, Marfan, Mike, and more. And we're kicking it off today wow. on Sternthology with the great Eddie Van Halen, the one and only. And um, thank you, everyone. And tomorrow's another day. We're going to be back with lots of good advice. Uh, <laughs> Soon as we get some. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I know there's a lot of people still on the phone. I didn't even get to the email and things, but uh, what, what can I tell you? But what are you going to do day. when a woman calls with a, with a problem like that? You got to stop. You got to put her on the phone with Bigfoot. That's all. All right. <laughs> We're going to go. Bye.